0: to It's a Musical Podcast, the podcast show where I force my boyfriend to watch musicals he really should have seen by now, and then we talk about them.
1: I am the boyfriend. I'm Drew. And today, we are visiting Pride Rock.
0: Could you not remember what it was called for a second?
1: No, I'm just taking my time. Alright, okay. Do you know what's funny, is you say you are introducing me to musicals I should have seen by now.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, this week's a little bit different. That's
1: like the premise of this show. Now, the funny thing is, this is a musical I would have seen by now, if not for you.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Because I would have seen this when it came to the cinema. Mm-hmm. Except you told me it was not worth seeing. So I didn't.
0: Were we together when this film came out?
1: Yes. Wow.
0: This It feels like this film, because just to be clear, we're watching the 2019 Lion King. Danny has seen the line. Yes, thing. and
1: we'll talk about that in a moment. But
0: but it feels like this film came out like ten years ago, not because of the animation or anything, just the way that's the world has been. been down for. I know it, it's it, been sixty-four years.
1: It's like the start of Titanic, isn't yeah. it? We have old Rose going, "I remember that day." That's what I was quoting. Yeah. I know, I know. It's it's it really does feel long. So yep. I'm very fond of The Lion King. This is a film I adore Mm -hmm. and a film that kind of has a lot of special meaning for me. Mm -hmm. I love the original 94 animated version. Yeah. It is a film that I have seen countless times. Birthday Connection number one. My youngest brother was born September 19th, 1995. Mm -hmm. And I remember being taken by my grandparents to go and meet him.
0: Yeah,
1: We were more excited because we also knew that The Lion King (laughs) came out that day on VHS and we knew we were going home to watch The Lion King.
0: oh oh, there's a baby whatever the lion king is on
1: yeah i mean probably like the synergy of like lifting him up and going yeah Savannah. yeah would have been great we didn't think that far we were just more excited to get to watch the lion king i really love the lion king too. simba's pride i think that's one of the best follow-ups that disney have ever done especially because it is done by like the lesser tier animation Mm. but they got all the voice cast back bar Rowan Atkinson. Have
0: you seen Cinderella Three?
1: No, and I don't care to. Oh
0: my god. I personally I think Cinderella Three is the best
1: um That's the one where they steal the wand yeah. and they go back, but one of the ugly stepsisters finds love.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but No, the stepsister finds love in the second one. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole thing. But Prince Charming is a well rounded character in the third one and he's Which great. is
1: yeah. But I really like the second one. You know, it is Romeo and Juliet compared to Hamlet. Yeah. And then you have got the third Lion King, Lion King one and a half, Mm -hmm. which is okay. But, you know, very, very important film to me. I have seen the musical twice, Mm -hmm. Birthday Connection number two. 2017 my birthday when I turned twenty seven uh coming up funnily enough a few weeks from now and it started the process four years ago I'd just been through a breakup mm-hmm. and my not friend with me. not with you <laughs> my friends were really really great for me they mm-hmm. were there for me through everything and also the fact that my birthday was like two weeks away they decided to take it upon themselves to Surprise me and make sure I had a good birthday. Mm. I had no idea what they were going to do for me. They just told me that after work, we were going to go get ready and head into London. No clue what we were doing.
0: Yeah.
1: They gave me a lot of alcohol on the way. Yeah. We stopped. We had dinner. Mm-hmm. And we show up. We're just walking through London and we stop outside the Lyceum Theatre. Yeah. That's when it twigs. They're taking me to see The Lion King. Cool. Which was amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. And I've taken kids to see it as a school trip. Yeah. I love this this film. I love this show. I love the music. I love the story. And yet I've not seen this one. Because yeah. you told me not to waste my time. So
0: I have a, a rocky relationship with these quote unquote live action Disney remakes.
1: This isn't a live-action Disney remake. No,
0: but so
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw it out there. That is something I've been cynical about since they ever announced this. Beauty and the Beast is a live action.
0: Super interestingly, Disney have never called it a live action remake. They
1: haven't, but it was commonly like referred yeah. to by all film journalists.
0: Yeah.
1: This to me isn't live action. This is just photorealistic.
0: Yeah, it's not a live action film. But with all of these remake movies i generally don't like them and i have a really bad habit of going to see these films yes with the mindset of i'm not gonna enjoy this and it doesn't help when things that i like a lot from my childhood get remade yeah because i'm never gonna enjoy it as much you know it's nostalgia and they're not gonna build upon that yeah like most notably, Beauty and the Beast was a big part of my childhood. Yeah, it was the first musical I ever saw. I watched the film on repeat to the point that I broke the VHS copy, mm. and then I had it on DVD, and I would literally just play it yeah. over and over again. And that movie sucked.
1: <laughs> I actually like that one. I mean, that came out the same birthday that I went to see I know you Lion King, mm. and had I not been taken to Lion King. I would have been going to watch Beauty and the Beast. That film, like you say, is also just as important.
0: Mm.
1: I don't like the Disney remakes as a concept. I think it's lazy. Yeah. To be completely honest, they don't add anything new to the formula. And I very quickly got bored of the idea behind them. Yeah. I've never been that attached to Cinderella as a story. You introduced me to the remake one with Helena Bonham Carter. It was okay.
0: Ironically, yeah. I really liked that one because they didn't change anything musically. Yes. Like they weren't like, Oh, we're going to do some new songs to go with the old mm. ones. They just didn't put any of the songs yeah. in. They made a live action. And I'm pretty sure it was because they were about to run out of like license of her or well, something. Well, this is it. It
1: all comes down to licensing. It, it it's just weird. So that one was okay. I've seen that one, but I've yeah. never been that connected to it's Cinderella. It's
0: completely vapid and pretty. And yeah. that is the nicest thing I can say for it, really. Yeah. But it's just a nice, calm movie.
1: I I quite like The Jungle Book. Mm. But the reasoning behind that was I thought it actually added new stuff to the story. It wasn't a shot-for-shot shot remake. It didn't do the songs the same way. So you've got Christopher Walken as King Louie doing quite a sinister take on... I want to be like you. It wasn't the same. And they didn't add enough new to the story that it was kind of interesting. And it was actually live action. Yes, the CGI animals were puppets, but it was at least live action. Yeah. And John Favreau got the job for The Lion King based off of that.
0: Yes, he did.
1: I, I enjoyed Beauty and the Beast, but Gaston is my favourite Disney character. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was serviceably done. But I had no interest in this simply because the tag of live action, it's not. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I didn't ever want to see Aladdin because to me, there is one genie and it's not Will Smith.
0: We are going to watch that. We are going to watch
1: that and I'm aware. And I think it got a better response than this one got critically. So I'm sure it'll be okay.
0: It had some things in it. In the live action origin yeah. had some elements that I was like this is great. Yes, Notably the costumes mm-hmm. were fantastic and the dancing was ridiculously well yes. done to the point that I thought there were moments in the movie where I was like they've sped stuff up. Yeah. This looks really strange. But there was
1: a TikTok phenomenon of the dance wasn't there that everyone yeah. tried to do that. So this is
0: the thing. is When I watched it I was like it looks like they've done a TikTok dance yeah. and sped it up the way that tiktok was at that time and then i watched the making of it and it's not sped up they were just dancing like that which is incredible but the same i i think cannot be said for things like this lion king where what you're doing and they do change things they have added things they've also
1: removed things
0: yeah you i could rant about that and we will in the second half of this show but you're not taking a new concept you're not imagining new things it's not like the stage show where mm. we saw so much more of nala and the pride land yes we got shadowland is one of my favorite songs from the stage musical and the madness of king scar yes like, and
1: you do incorporate some of the better songs from the lion king too mm. which is also great you know there's there's so much fleshing out and like the creativity behind it yeah had you said we're going to just take the actors from the lion king stage and create oh a God. live action that i would do have actually been way. intrigued about like mm-hmm. don't do it on the stage by all means take them and and do it on location and try and set it up but had you got actual human performers doing this yeah. now that i'd be interested in
0: And that's what I was hoping for, to be honest.
1: There's a few things I'm aware of with this that I'm not looking forward to. Now, the first thing you've said to me, and I think is quite correctly, is because these are photorealistic animals, Mm -hmm. they don't give off emotion in the same way. Now, obviously, the great thing about the first Lion King, these are stylized Mm -hmm. animals. Yeah. As a result, you you can put emotion on them. You know, cheesy grins, tears... It's believable within the cartoon world, but you're going to get no emotion from this. Yeah.
0: So the reason in all cartoons why animals are over stylized, they have big eyes, their mouths move in ways that normal mouths don't, normal animal mouths don't move, is because humans try to project faces onto things. So like when you look at a toaster and you're like, hey, that looks like it has a face. Only human brains do that. There are no other creatures look for faces on inanimate things and on other things. They read body language, not facial language. So as humans, when we are animating creatures, we have to give them humanoid facial features. Which So it makes sense Yes. for the original Lion King and things like Bambi, where they will have over-exaggerated features and we just don't comment on it because it's... Otherwise, how will we know what their emotions are? Exactly, were? and you definitely lose a lot of that in this. There are some very specific scenes that I am sure you will notice when we watch it, where you sort of lose track of who's talking. Yes, and it's not because their mouths aren't moving because they've done a good job of like that, but you just are like, oh, there is too many animals on screen right now, and I am not a hundred percent sure yeah. where the one that's talking is, and or what's happening.
1: Yeah. I'm also aware that they've heavily edited, potentially even cut, one of my favourite songs from The Lion King, which is Be Prepared. Yeah. That's one of my favourites. I think it's such a good villain song. Mm -hmm. On paper, there is so much going for this. Now, Birthday Connection number three, this film came out the day my nephew was born. Yeah. And we went to LFCC, and one of the things I really wanted to get because Lion King is so important for me and my brothers, you know, it's something we all love. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get a little Simba Pop Funko as a little commemorative thing for for my brother for his partner, Oh yeah, it was cute. For I, don't I d-
0: remember. Yeah.
1: Everywhere I looked, all I could find was these twenty nineteen film release ones that are just so ugly. And eventually I found a really nice flocked Simba from I Can't Wait to Be King from the original animated one, which my brother instantly took out of the box and killed me a little bit inside. <laughs> but it was amazing because the, the film had all that hype there and then. I'm just looking at these ugly Pop Funkos before even seeing the film and just like, this is not a good advert for this film.
0: Yeah, they are really interesting because... I don't think there are any other pop Funkos of living animals.
1: You have, well, you have like a dog range, so you can get like huskies and style, you know, like dogs. Like, but they're they're,
0: really they're they're pop Funko stylized, um, yeah, yeah. Whereas these are stylized to look like the animation in the in Mm. this film, and it makes them a little bit uncanny valley. Yeah, you know. Anyway, so John Favreau. Made
1: the Jungle Book. I love John Fafra as a director. He's done Elf. He's done Iron Man 1 2. He's very responsible for the success of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fantastic in his role in Friends. I think he doesn't take himself seriously. He's a really good comedic actor. I really like him. Yeah. And Disney, obviously, have used him a lot. They've used him for The Jungle Book, used him for this. They've used him for The Mandalorian. He's a very successful director and is very good at kind of mapping things out.
0: Mm. My favourite quote from him, though, is... I want to use the virtual cinematography technology that I used in The Jungle Book for this Lion King movie, but I'm going to use it to a greater degree. Yes, because there was one human in the Jungle Book, yeah. and now there's zero humans. Well, have you ever <laughs> seen like the so photos funny. of
1: Mowgli on set talking to like a little sock puppet car?
0: That must have really sucked for that kid.
1: It shows how talented he was as a performer to be able to bounce off and give such a realistic performance. Yeah. Now that's what I was kind of expecting when they announced this. I thought you were going to get your Donald Glover's, your Beyonces, your Seth Rogans, your Billy Eichner. I don't know if that's his surname. I, you know, I'm sorry if I've got it wrong, but. I assumed you were going to have them be mo there on set and then digitally altered. I mean, let's face it, Andy Serkis' performance as Gollum happened in the year 1999-2000. Well,
0: even if you look at films like Tintin, yeah. the more recent one, that film, honestly, is one of my favourite movies ever. But the way that they took the actual actors they were working mm. with and turned them into those characters was brilliant. Yeah. However, to do this, they basically, the only live action shot in this film is the opening shot. Jeez. Everything else is animation, which is incredible. It's an incredible feat of animation, this film. I just, I wish they'd used it for something else, you know? Yeah. And if they wanted to do a live action remake of an animal movie, I kind of wish it was Bambi. Because it would have been so weird. And and Bambi's a dark movie anyway. But I feel like people would have had less of a problem with it. Because Bambi doesn't have a whole lot of
1: plot. But I also think the difference is... like Bambi is a phenomenal film. And obviously a lot of the classic Disney films are great. But is there a Disney film as universally loved as The Lion King?
0: See, it was completely groundbreaking at the time. So I feel like... It got a lot of backlash before it ever came out, this Because
1: parallel... Well, yeah, I, I think you, you, it's all well and good. Like, the Russo brothers are redoing Hercules, and we've obviously had Mulan, and there's, there's a lot of Disney films that will get the remake treatment. But I don't think any of them had already lost like The Lion King had.
0: Mm.
1: You know, I don't think there's anyone that appeals as universally as The Lion King does. Yeah. And therein lies the problem here. You have got a phenomenal director attached to this one you've obviously got phenomenal actors attached to this one Mm
0: -hmm. so you know
1: usually you'd be telling me the cast and i'd be like wow i'm gonna love this i know going into this one this is going to be a a negative experience and part of me hopes that as a result of that i'm gonna enjoy this more than i'm thinking i will right now yeah because i'm so resigned to this just being bore fest That I might actually find bits I love out of it.
0: Yeah. So this is the thing. I feel like I was really harsh when I told you about this. So I went to the cinema to see this film with two of my friends. Yeah. And then came back and complained to you about it, essentially. And I feel like my initial takeaway from it was all negative. There are some genuinely nice moments in this film. You've
1: not seen it since.
0: I've seen it twice. Oh, have you? Okay. Yeah. There are some actually okay jokes aren't from the original script that i don't have a problem with that seem to have come from ad libbing yeah which i'm always a fan of the musical numbers are fine and it's only because they're mostly from the original a lot of the new sounds because they got hans zimmer elton john and tim rice back to work on which is awesome are still good and the issue that they fall into is comparison.
1: Yeah, but I think that's something that at least makes me feel happy because it's not like they've then gone and got someone else to add stylistically songs in that style that just don't work, that like you'd be able to watch it. And if you never knew, you might be able to point this song as not like the others. It's like they've announced they're doing the prequel series for Beauty and the Beast for Disney+, Plus, mm-hmm. which, great. Love Josh Gad, love Luke Evans there's going to be songs attached to it. I heard that. I thought, oh no, please, no. But Alan Menken's involved. Yep. so
0: And Alan Menken is very good at writing for TV series yes, as well. but so. especially
1: because he was so involved in Beauty and the Beast anyway, like it would feel like, for me, that's something I wouldn't watch mm-hmm. if he wasn't involved. Yeah. The fact that you have got Tim Rice, Elton, John Hans Zimmer back for this gives me hope that I might like some of these new songs.
0: Yeah, and the more research I did about the making of this film, the more intriguing it becomes. Yeah. Because they used VR technology to make certain elements react to the environment. So things like water and dirt and dust are VR technology. So they've made and animated the environment and then to have everything react properly, taught the computer how to do it. Yeah. Which they also did with, they had an AI computer who would sort of teach itself how animals should move so that if the animation looked too out there it would adjust it to make them look more like animals which that's what they wanted to do and Favreau is quoted as saying that he wanted it to look like a BBC documentary yes I remember reading that quote
1: and I think you know if you're going to do anything by all means make it that way
0: yeah they've done a really beautiful job with the animation it is just a shame that it's the Lion King That's the issue, is the comparison.
1: That's what I mean. Had this just been a generic story that has no preconceived notions, this is just Disney telling a story through this manner,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's like the next level of animation up, you know, it's your next, like, Frozen-type project. I guarantee a lot more people are probably more excited and more positive about this one.
0: Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. When I was... About seven or eight, there is this movie that was is made, I think by the BBC called Pride, yeah, and I had seen The Lion King, and I was very into animal shows, like anything that had animals where I could pretend to be that animal and have adventures, yes, like I was into. I spent a lot of time pretending to be Simba from the Lion, King. yeah, same and then this film came out, and I got it on DVD for my birthday or something. But it was called Pride. It had Kate Winslet and um, oh, just a, like a ridiculous British cast. I can't remember everyone that was in it. But it was real footage of lions where they had gone back into the footage and edited it so that it looked like their mouths moved. Jeez. And then they had written a plot to yeah. go with the footage of the lions that they got. And it was amazing. I And I mean, obviously, I haven't watched it in a while. I think the last time I actually watched it was like, over ten years ago, yeah. but I would just remember it being really good and being like, "Wow, they really went out and sat and filmed these lions and for a made really a long connection, time.
1: made a story out of it." Yeah, and I
0: feel like if they'd done something like that with this animation technology, it would mm. have been really good.
1: Well, it doesn't have to be lions, does it? You know, you could have any animals in the savanna. Like, they could easily have just come up with another story to tell it this way. I'm I'm dragging my feet more than we have before I think about this one that I'm usually quite open minded I think this one is just going to disappoint me so I think some people have said in the past they really like it when you know I'm cynical about a show I'm going to do my best to look for the good in this one yeah but, like I've already said.
0: Yeah, I feel like we've come off really negative. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I think that's important. You know, we're talking about what my pre-existing knowledge is of this show. And obviously, unlike other shows we've covered, this is one that I'm aware of, one that I have a history with that's quite important to mm-hmm. me. And
0: Yeah, this isn't like when we watch Descendants and it's sort of connected to things we really like, but... In a way that means we can have a good laugh yes
1: this is one that is important to me Mm -hmm. so i think you know going in with low expectations means that i might be more positive when we come back Mm -hmm. as opposed to me going in open-minded where i'm then left to go down or up i'm already quite low so i can only go up from here we'll see I mean, the fact that they've got James Earl Jones back to do Mufasa as well, like it just just feels like there's no real originality to this one. It's just like, we made another film and we're going to do exactly the same film, but with this new animation. Mm
0: -hmm. And quite a nice cast.
1: And quite a nice cast. At least they've got a good cast attached Mm -hmm. to it, you know? Yeah. We will see. Will (laughs) I feel the love tonight? Or will I just have to say, Hakuna Matata, no worries. They've ruined the Lion King. Find out when we return. Hakuna Matata What a wonderful phrase Hakuna Matata Ain't no passing craze It means no of your days, it's our problem free philosophy. A and we
0: are back.
1: Just like Simba, we have returned from the dead, from the dead.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like
1: this film, we have returned. I am slightly more positive on yeah. it than I thought I would be.
0: You're more positive about it than I
1: am. I mean, like I said, I was going in with expectation of rock bottom and mm-hmm. there are things I like, but there are also things that I don't like. Yeah. And we'll talk about them as we go through. Absolutely. You know... <laughs>
0: i know that you our lovely listeners cannot see our faces but sometimes i
1: wish you could i just i don't i don't feel like this has given anything to suggest like it needed to be made other than the fact of like we could so we did
0: right so this is my issue and this is what i want was trying to express before we watched the film in our earlier little bit of recording is that Who was asking for these films? Who is asking for these remakes? Because anybody that really loves Disney and is going to show Disney movies to their kids are going to show them the original ones.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. I don't see myself sharing this with our kids when we have children. Yeah. This This is a weird nostalgic thing for people who were four or five when this came out. Not I don't know. I just, I don't know who this was made for.
0: Yeah. So that's also my question with the other ones is who, who did they make this for? Because when they did Cinderella, it felt very much like they weren't remaking film, the original one. They were just doing another Cinderella movie. Yes. And there's thousands of them. We've seen every version of Cinderella. So I don't really have a problem with them doing another one. No. And it felt apart from the... And in the
1: same way that, like, doing Beauty and the Beast, for instance, like, because it isn't a Disney story, there's more they could add to it. Yeah. And they can, you know, children of 2017, Mm -hmm. when that was released, are stronger, I think, than children of the 90s. I, I feel like they've been raised differently
0: yeah absolutely
1: so as a result they can maybe take a little bit more scary stuff than you know kids may have been able to in the 90s you know they're a different generation yeah and then but again you know you can look at the source material and do more with it in the same way they're remaking hercules you could do more with it because there's such like a vast mythology associated with these Greek legends.
0: But that's the thing they wanted to do when Beauty and the Beast came out that I actually appreciated, was that they said they wanted to cover some of the plot holes that were in Beauty and the Beast and some of the questions that people had, which is, you know, I don't think they did a good job of it, but at least they were trying to do something different with this.
1: They're taking their own story and just redoing it.
0: Yeah. And there were only a couple of times when we watched this, and this is the third time I've seen it, where I was like, oh, that's new.
1: But I think this is the other issue, is the fact that where there have been plot holes in the original, Mm -hmm. they were filled fantastically by the musical. So why has the musical not actually given any inspiration to this? Yeah. And that, I think, is an issue. We'll talk about it as we go in. We start with the circle of life.
0: Yes, and the... The shot that is the opening is the only live action shot in this film, which is a very, very sped up time lapse of the sun rising over the plains of Africa.
1: It's the same.
0: It's exactly the same.
1: Even in terms of the order, the same animals doing the same looks in the same positions of the screen and in the same order, the song up until where we get From the day we arrived is exactly the same, mm-hmm. which for me, you're just like instantly like, oh, hey, it's the same film.
0: Yeah, and so there is a quote from John Favreau where he said that there are beats of this movie where he wanted to keep it the same because people would be looking for them. And I think there are too many of them. Oh, agreed. I would understand it with things like, Simba baby Simba going no and the like epic zoom out on him I like that scene in the original one I like it in this I think it's a bit funnier in this right. one
1: I will say there are three that, that you I, like are three that I think you should keep right all of the animals walking across as the sun is that nice silhouette mm-hmm. right yep Sazu flying down to Pride Rock as Simba's lifted yeah or you know Simba's you know one of those moments, harken back to one of them. And then the final one, which I really appreciate in this, is Hakuna Matata. Yeah. The ageing sequence. Mm-hmm. Those are the only three callbacks you need.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: even think they have Zazu fly down to Mufasa. They do, yeah. Do they? Okay. Yeah, because
0: you were writing. You missed
1: it. Yeah, because I was thinking, I don't remember him bowing Yeah. to no, he does. Mufasa.
0: But there's things like... Obviously, obviously, we all know the plot of The Lion King. I'm not about to spoil anything for you, lovely yeah. people. If you haven't seen The Lion King, go and watch the original one.
1: Go watch the 1994 one, yes.
0: But like the moment in Can You Feel the Love Tonight, where they're both drinking in the river. Yeah,
1: and they look up, it's the same shot. Exactly
0: the same. And it... So it you know when you get deja vu really yeah. badly? This is that.
1: See, the thing that really upsets me... And the thing that bugs me is I know that there was a controversy when this was released about the original uh, writers Mm -hmm. and kind of the original team who who came up with liking actually not getting any money from it. When you consider this is the same story,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you haven't actually added enough new. Yes, there's ad-libbed dialogue, but you haven't actually added anything really new and they're not getting the credit for it they're not getting a paycheck for it
0: no the only thing they got was at the end of the credits a special thanks to the original team
1: and therefore having so many shot for shot moments feels like a real disrespectful move Mm -hmm. towards them because they're not getting the credit it's the same film yeah and I I like his idea of, yes, the audience will be looking for these shots, but not your very first shots of the film when complemented with the exact same song. You know, it just feels too much. Mm-hmm. I don't... Th- like, it even has the same shot of, like, the same bird nearly getting crushed by the elephants as they run by. It's literally the exact same. It doesn't need to be. You can do anything, any animals... Yeah. with this sequence and yet you choose to be like oh hey let's have that same bird," and then you get trampled with the exact same noise
0: mm-hmm.
1: it just is too much for me the song is not as epic, it doesn't feel as triumphant and like hope inspiring
0: Yeah, and we, we talked more while we watched this film than I think we ever have when we've been watching the yeah. musical but this, I don't know whether I've heard more recently the stage version or the original film version but you're right, this felt, and a lot of the music in this felt like they turned the volume down mm-hmm. on it. But yeah. for no good reason, because it's not like you could hear the animals moving yeah. or anything. It was just the
1: song. It's the bit where you build up to the first, it's a circle of life. Yeah. Just didn't feel as big mm-hmm. a moment. You know, and, and small things like that, it's just like... yeah. And it's,
0: the vocalist who's singing it has oh, a wonderful yeah, voice.
1: But it's just not as powerful as moving.
0: Yeah. Also I think Rafiki should have been a girl the well, entire it, time. Yeah. And like in the stage musical. Because yeah. we don't have enough female characters to warrant it not being because it's not important.
1: You know? Yeah. No, I know. <laughs>
0: like
1: I'm gonna say this. I know I've just kind of been very negative about it for quite a while, but I will say this visually, this is gorgeous. Yeah, and I'm just half expecting, you know, especially a bit where we have the mouse. Mm-hmm. I'm half expecting to hear David Attenborough talking us through something. Yeah, like it really does look the part, and as a result, like that, I that I like. Yeah, you
0: know? I, I greatly appreciate the way that they made this, and especially because. They built this whole environment as yes. a setting in the virtual world. Yeah. And then Jon Favreau used VR goggles to go and set up shots yeah. and things like that. And that's very cool. It is
1: amazing. Like, in terms of a feat of technology, mm-hmm. this is incredible. Yeah. And it does look good. And I do like the character models and the character designs.
0: I just, I really hope they use this to make something new. Like well, this technology, who
1: want to do uh, another bed knobs and broomsticks, don't they? They can use this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we need to watch the first one first. And again, I'm going to say it's vocally, the casting choices are great. Yep. Yeah. I think the only noticeable drop is with Scar.
0: Yeah.
1: And that is not me discrediting the actor
0: mm-hmm. playing Scar. Yeah. Because
1: they're phenomenal. I yeah. think when you are following Jeremy Irons, mm. you have to really do something. And the problem is Scar's characterisation is so flat.
0: Yeah, so do you, the actor who plays Scar in this version is Chiwetel Giofor. Uh, do you know who they initially offered the role to? Who? Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Better than Benedict Cumberbatch.
0: Especially because we know he's quite a good voice actor. Yeah. However, I understand that they wanted to keep it the casting the same as with the stage show where it is accurate casting which is fair enough, yes. I don't have a problem with that
1: oh, and I completely However... agree and as a result like I don't want to speculate on who would be good or not casting because yeah. like, I feel like otherwise you're just kind of like hey this person is the right colour for this role it Mm. just doesn't feel right
0: yeah you're gonna like it even less in a second yeah because guess which song was originally going to be left out of this version
1: be prepared yeah Yeah.
0: because the actor's voice was not up to standard for singing that song so they didn't put it in the original cut of the movie yeah and the people they showed it to at the previews were like that's the best song it is the
1: best song so they put
0: in a shortened
1: version what i will say is this This is the only kind of casting conversation I'm going to have. You know that this character has a song. Yeah. Okay. Therefore, that should be part of your audition process. Mm -hmm. Can you sing this song? You are auditioning for Scar. We want to hear you sing this song. Yeah. I think you've either got to make the decision of, right, okay, stick to our guns. He cannot do, be prepared, so it's gone. Mm -hmm. Stand by that decision.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: but the problem is scar falls flat so frequently there's yeah. none of the sarcasm there's none of like the dripping ooziness to him he's just monotone and dull
0: which is really interesting because i looked into the actor talking about yeah. his role as scar and his quotes about playing scar are so interesting and i wonder what he thought he sounded like yeah or what he did sound like and then they've cut it down to this that's what i wonder
1: is how much good stuff has been
0: yeah so he said scar is not a cool and collected lion with an angry streak he's a powder keg ready to explode i agree 100 and then he said his version of scar is more psychologically possessed and brutalized than the one played by jeremy irons however how i wouldn't know that if he hadn't said it in an interview no
1: cuz it doesn't it doesn't come across that way at all it just is just it's a very monotone voice that mm. offers no emotion that offers no kind of backstabbing like he doesn't feel like the puppeteer of everything yeah it just feels like he's locked into this thing it's I a don't shame
0: understand why disney don't want to make musicals anymore and we could do a whole episode just about that. But for some reason, we've gone from Beauty and the Beast being actually really good musically, having a really good cast and wonderful singers. Some of them. <laughs> Most of them. I'm sp- thinking particularly about... Luke Josh Gad
1: and Luke Evans. And Luke Evans, yeah. And June McGregor, when he's not like... stuck with the weird accent. Well, that's what I mean is we know we've got people that they've truly established as good singers. Yeah,
0: so they made that film and it was good. And the two that they've made previously, Cinderella and Maleficent, aren't musicals. Fine, that was a choice. There are no Mm -hmm. songs. You just have Cinderella singing her refrain over and over again, which is Lavender's Blue.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm okay with that because that's a real song that real humans know. Yeah, It's not an in Disney universe song. Yes. So they did those two and that's fine. Then they did Beauty and the Beast, major musical movie. Then they did The Jungle Book, which doesn't have that many songs anyway. And the
1: songs were reworked Yeah, very deliberately and worked as a result. I actually think that came before Beauty and the Beast.
0: But still a musical. Yeah. And then they did this and decided to cut down the villain song, which is... Arguably the best song in this. Well, we'll get there. Show, and then they did Aladdin, where they cut the villain song altogether.
1: Okay, we will get there. And
0: I have a problem with that.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't
0: know why they're doing it.
1: I've always thought it was really cruel how he is named Scar. Like no wonder he's going to be a villain.
0: Yeah, and the explanation for it in this is
1: well, that that was my point. Is we actually get challenge you again,
0: mm-hmm. so.
1: Presumably, he's challenged Mufasa, which that is what would happen in Prides. Yeah. Mufasa's beaten him and has, I assume, given him the scar there and then. Yeah. He is now named Scar by everyone, including his older brother. And it's just a constant mocking thing. Yeah, Like, no, I... I really think this version of Mufasa is so obnoxious. Mm. He does not come across as likeable. No.
0: Even as a dad.
1: Yeah. He is not as likeable. And I think partly that's because James Earl Jones' voice is older. Mm. You were just telling me he was 63 when he did the first Lion King. Yeah, he's
0: in his 80s for this one.
1: I... I understand why they cast him. I don't think they should have.
0: So another quote from John Jon yeah. Um He said that he likes that James Earl Jones' voice is a lot older. It makes Mufasa sound like a more time-wearied king.
1: But which I get, be. but he
0: shouldn't sound like that.
1: No, he shouldn't. And actually there are pivotal moments that change because of the delivery mm-hmm. that don't have the same impact and i just think james l jones was not the right casting choice this time around he is perfect as mufasa in the animated film yeah but again like you you're not giving this a chance to succeed on its own mm-hmm. you're re- reminding me of a film i'd rather be watching yeah there's also a concept of concussions in the animal kingdom cuz zazu now talks about how his cousin thought he was a woodpecker yeah and Hit his head into a tree so often he was concussed for a week. Yeah. Okay, animals have a concept of concussions. What well, they, else do they understand? In the
0: original one, he has a concept of what a throw rug is.
1: He'd make a very good throw rug. I
0: hate that they cut that line because yeah. I love that. But, I mean, you know, magical animals that know about things.
1: What I like, one of the nice kind of changes here is the way Rafiki stencils the drawing. Mm. that's very cool and it's different and like cool yeah. I'm here for that
0: it's the same face of Simba yeah. and they've just got rid of the body but I appreciate that that that's a really nice way to make a change
1: exactly it keeps the same beat of the storytelling but shows a little bit more creativity mm-hmm. the next morning they're off on patrol and I will say this they've even kept the same like orchestration for the background of these scenes yeah but the music just continues to be beautiful and it does complement it really well mm-hmm Mufasa does sound older. He's more tired. Talking about how he's your son too. He just sounds like he's he's done with ruling. Yeah. You feel like he should have three or four cubs by this point, given his age.
0: Yeah. So there's only two male lions, right? Yeah. In this pride. And one of them probably isn't getting with any of the girls because...
1: The way he looks.
0: Well, not just the way he looks, but that we've seen him be physically beaten by the yeah, more
1: they won't want to.
0: Able lion. Yeah. So all of the cubs are <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well the fact that there's only one cub. So does that mean Nala is also?
0: How have you never heard this before? This has been around since the original one came out. There is only one lion that is getting with these female lions. And
1: it is it is Mufasa. It is
0: Mufasa. But also, lions are matrilineal, so this should be the Lion Queen, not the Lion
1: King. I mean, what I think we have to remember as well is that Lion King 2 establishes that there's a whole other pride that backed Scar, which we never actually see. Mm -hmm. So there's presumably maybe, like, Nala's dad is on Scar's side. Well,
0: exactly. There's got to be some other boys. However,
1: because that doesn't exist in this world, Mm -hmm. so... Yeah, Simba and Nala—they are betrothed, but they are also brother and sister.
0: Yep.
1: Why can we still not have the morning report song? We've added—I
0: know, right?
1: We've <laughs> added half an hour to this song. to this film, but we still don't have room for for the morning report. Pouncing lesson always makes me feel bad for Zazu, mm-hmm. but especially the way James Earl Jones is delivering lines as Mufasa here just makes Mufasa out to be like a power crazed bully.
0: Yeah.
1: This time around, it, it's it's. It's more like, huh, let's take it out on the servants as opposed to, I mean, it's still quite malicious anyway, the way he like insists and uses his, his finger to turn around. Mm-hmm. But this one, it's like he doesn't even let Zazu know what's going on, you know, and it's like, I don't like this version of Mufasa.
0: This is the morning report. <laughs> that song is such a bop. It is a good song. <laughs> it's such a good song.
1: The hyenas, they're still here. I'd heard rumours the hyenas had been cut, so I'm mean,
0: No, I I like that they're different. Yeah. I appreciate that he tried something, you yeah. know. He, so John Favreau said that he really, really wanted the hyenas to be scary in this one. Yeah. And for them to be
1: I not like, stupid. I, I really do like the changes to the hyenas, actually. Mm. I think that's a really nice thing, you know.
0: I also like that I can tell. The hyenas apart, I can tell which one is Shenzi and which one of the boys. Yeah, like and the boys look different as yeah. well. I
1: like I like the edits to the hyenas, mm-hmm. their characters. I, I mean, I like their characters. Like nice kind of like, and man, are they ugly! I used yeah, to have a T-shirt. Fun. I used to have a T-shirt that said that with the original ones, and mm-hmm. I like the character. And Whoopi Goldberg was fantastic at Shenzi. Yeah, I like the edits to the hyenas. So this
0: is yeah, it's very cool.
1: We haven't met them yet, but I'm glad that we're going to have hyenas. Mm -hmm. Simba is such a noob, he can't even hunt beetles, and Scar mocks him. And the model for Scar is excellent.
0: It's, Mm. It's Maybe
1: the only good thing about this version of Scar is how he looks.
0: Really weirdly, with this version, he sits down a lot. I don't know whether that is an actual lion thing in real life and they're just mimicking that. Possibly. Scar is almost always sitting yeah. lying down, even when
1: even at he the shouldn't end. be. Yeah. Simba does look embarrassed with the licking moment, which I you you said to me, and I'd really got in my mind I was going to see no emotion. I actually thought I got far more emotion from the models than I was expecting.
0: When he's a cub.
1: Yes. I think there's a
0: lot less when he's a grown-up.
1: yeah. But I think a big part of that is actually his ears is mm-hmm. what shows the emotion. And obviously when he's got his mane.
0: Yeah, he loses he that. He
1: loses that. <laughs> so they're off to the watering hole. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Sibranala, they're going to sneak away from Zazu. Yeah. There's some really nice moments as Zazu's flying. He says, "Imminent threat approaching. Oh wait, that's my shadow. <laughs>
0: Yeah, John Oliver, I think as someone to replace Rowan Atkinson, yeah. this is really good cast. John Oliver's
1: great. Yeah, it's just, it's funny that you've got two community alums here.
0: Yeah,
1: like, you know, at least they didn't cast like Chevy Chase and Arbed as Timon and Pumbaa, God, yeah. you know. Otherwise, I think this might just be like um, a Troy fever dream. Sure. I think this is one of the perks of the animal animation is ad-libbing is easier to incorporate because it doesn't matter if their mouth moves entirely correctly. Because there mm. are moments when like words are coming out but the mouths don't aren't doing anything. Aren't doing...
0: Yeah.
1: I'm okay with that. Like for me, it's like I can imagine it's been translated from the grunts. Like mm. and I think that played to the strengths of the ad-libbing here. You couldn't do this with the original animation, like if the lines had been changed. No. Because the mouths moved more. In the way they should. Yeah. We go into "Can't Wait to Be King,"
0: mm-hmm.
1: and this song is instantly less fun because it's still real. We don't yeah. have the bright, colorful moments. I like the little animals, the baby animals playing with each other. I think that's all really cute.
0: Yeah, the baby rhino and the little zebras, baby giraffe, yeah. And things. Baby ostriches are the cutest things. Yeah, like
1: that's quite cute that they're all just running around and having chaos, and like all the parents are just like, huh. Mm -hmm. But it is just less fun.
0: Yeah, because we're supposed to be inside of Simba's head, and I think he comes off as less cocky. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I understand why original Simba and musical Simba would go to the elephant graveyard and be like oh, i'm a big man but this one seems like a coward from yeah, the beginning definitely
1: and again i can completely understand the decision to not go to fantasy colors for this mm. but i just feel like they needed to do more to make this one stand on its own because it just doesn't feel as fun and the one of the things i really liked is is where there's a big pause because we have some of Zazu's speech, mm-hmm. you know, because we're singing along to these. Like, it's Obviously. one of the first times I can actually sing along to one <laughs> of the musicals we watch, because I know it. And I, I'm ready to just go, everybody look left. And I started singing it, and then there's like a two-minute pause. Yeah. And I was just like, huh, this isn't fun. You know, because we're relying on me knowing these songs and everyone knowing these songs. There's a really nice shot of them running under the giraffes. And, you know, we learn that Zazu thinks Simba's cute. Yeah. He's like, There's a, he's a lion, he's he's cute. It's, yeah, again, like, that's not the cool Simba that we had in the first one. Yeah. And it feels like Zazu is more attached to Simba mm-hmm. than he was in the original, which is nice.
0: Yeah.
1: And we didn't get that the first time. But this song is just revolting children. They're all just revolting away from Zazu. and Yeah,
0: and... While we were watching this, it sort of occurred to me, how on earth is he going to lose Zazu here?: Yeah, because in from what I remember of the original one, Zazu's getting stepped on and he gets
1: sat on stuck behind
0: yeah. people, and so they managed to get away. but in this one, it's just sort of like some other birds are around: Yeah, here. there's
1: no way Zazu actually loses him no. in this version. Nala and Simba have a fight. Their fighting doesn't look real fun or childlike, you know, with the Pinji again. Yeah. They're not having fun. No. Arguably, yes, it looks far more like what actual Lion cubs would do. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't look fun from our perspective. It doesn't look interesting. It doesn't look sufficient. Yeah. I like Nala's character model.
0: Yeah, so I agree because, again... I can tell that that one's Nala yeah. when they're cubs.
1: Yeah, so I think when they're cubs, she's smaller than him. Her fur is a bit more speckled. Her face
0: is a different shape. Yeah, and
1: her face, there's there's enough difference there that yeah. you can tell the difference between them.
0: Unfortunately, when Nala grows up, the adult model of Nala... Looks
1: just And like this all, might just yeah. be me,
0: but No, I, I can't I, tell which one is his mum and which one is Nala. And we'll talk about that. I more. had
1: the same issues, yeah. The Elephant Graveyard looked really creepy. I like the oh, emphasis cool. on hot mud. Mm-hmm. I always wondered what they were uh, when I was a kid. You know, the little, like, smoke things coming up, like the geysers. I,
0: yeah, I always just assumed they were geysers. But
1: I like the explanation. It's just What the do they call it? Like the mud. birdie boiler? Yeah, the birdie boiler. Not the birdie boiler!
0: <laughs> I miss things like that. Like, that's funny.
1: That's the thing, is this version doesn't have as much fun.
0: Or background character interaction.
1: No. It we're just... just
0: here, and somehow this film is longer. Yeah. But we're just following Simba. Yeah, the it just film. doesn't
1: feel, there's one moment I think that feels more fun than anything else. And we'll talk about when we get there, but it doesn't feel like this film is having fun with mm-hmm. itself. It's like they know that the Lion King is an institution at this point, so they're treating it strictly.
0: Yeah.
1: I like Nala being the voice of reason. Yep. You know, she's like, she
0: should be the queen, but come yeah. on,
1: let's go. Simba, let's go. Mm.
0: She's like, yeah, yeah, you're brave and everything, but we're going home now, sorry.
1: Yeah. Which is great. And then we get the creepy hyenas, they look yeah. amazing.
0: I love that they're using the real noises that hyenas make because I don't know who decided that it sounds like that they're laughing because yeah. it doesn't and it's horrifying. Yeah, if you heard that noise coming after you, it's like yeah. that episode of Buffy. Yeah. Oh my god! No, but it works. <laughs> so worked. creepy. It is
1: really good to use the actual noises. Yeah. It just works. It's really powerful. Mm-hmm. Like and it is menacing and you are quite scared for them here. And I think yeah. because the hyenas are presented more as a threat.
0: Yeah, and this is something we're going to talk about a little bit later on, where I think that for some reason they decided that they didn't want to scare us in this movie. No. The hyenas are so much creepier.
1: Yeah.
0: But, and, and we've gotten rid of their comedic moments oh,
1: from yeah. everything. Oh yeah, exactly. There are no comedic relief moments from these hyenas.
0: No, so it's all just really creepy.
1: Shenzi tells us that hyenas and lions have been at war since the start of time.
0: Basically, yeah. And. Yeah, because in real life, hyenas essentially wait for lionesses to kill something and yeah. then go and try and steal it. Yeah. Which is a cool reference to real life. I yeah. appreciate that.
1: They start to run away and Simba goes, ah! But the character model doesn't look scared or do anything. Like that was a. That oh, was yeah, he
0: screams and nothing happened. Yeah,
1: that was a bad moment. That was mm-hmm. a weird moment there's a better moment of that later on (laughs) and the fact that they are capable of doing it is like why have you not done it here i like that they keep kind of like the mocking of his baby roar
0: yeah go on do it again
1: yeah and i really like the kind of mirroring of Ghost roar again, and it is then Mufasa's. And we just see like Mufasa come charging in and mm-hmm. taking them. But the problem with this sequence, Shenzi is just stood there in the background, she could
0: just eat her.
1: right by both cubs. She could easily, like, who cares if Mufasa then kills her at that point? She's she can die knowing she's taken out his heir.
0: Also, it's just occurred to me that this scene establishes that one lion can take all of these hyenas. So why do we let them take over later on in this movie?
1: Well, not all the other lions know that. Plus, like, Mufasa is... No, it's, but
0: also, it's like... lions, male lions, are not as good at hunting and fighting okay. as female ones are. So,
1: But this isn't survival instinct. This is, like, dad strength. Okay. You know? Mum's like, strength is stronger. Probably. Again, but yeah, but they're not but they're not fighting as mums later on. Now, if Nala was threatened, if like Scar had Nala hanging over a cliff off oh, the edge Star of Pride would be Rock. Dead, yeah. yeah. But they're, they're would,
0: would be all over that.
1: Yeah, but then they wouldn't be fighting the same way. This is Mufasa not going in measured. This is him like fighting mm-hmm. for his boy. Yeah. But again, why have Shenzi just stand there? Right next to Simba and Nala whilst there's so much distance and not even act on it. I don't know why they it.
0: just didn't animate her running away immediately. Because like I understand self Taking the
1: higher ground, exactly. It get just, out of there. It, it's a really silly like addition.
0: Our lovely listeners are also going to discover that my favourite character in The Lion King is Sarabi. Yeah. Simba's mum. And it does not change in this movie. She's still my favourite character. Yeah. Even though we don't see her as much.
1: I feel like we see her more in this version.
0: She has more speaking lines. Yeah.
1: Now they go walking home. Yeah. I've I've already noticed there's something different about this version because as they leave the elephant graveyard, we don't cut to anyone watching. But they oh, start...
0: Scar's watching, yeah. and everyone.
1: But they don't do it in this one. And Maybe I'm... in this
0: one he's not stupid enough to stand there and well,
1: watch. I'm wondering what's going on. I'm already like, hmm, what's happening? So they're walking off home. And
0: Oh, and we established that Zazu was older than Mufasa. So this
1: is how old is Zazu?
0: <laughs> so old. So Mufasa is about to tell off Simba and Zazu is like I oh, don't be BB too King. hard on him. Yeah. I remember a baby lion who was really headstrong and really dumb. So Zazu was like the same age as Rafiki, right?
1: Unless he's like the same age as Mufasa and they were like childhood friends growing up with each other. He's like, I remember the misadventures we get Maybe. up to. But I, I my initial response is, how old are you? Like if yeah. you served the previous king, like is Mufasa really only like two years old at this point?
0: I don't know what, how old lions are when they reach physical maturity. Well, no, because
1: we don't know how long it actually goes like lions through Hakuna really, Matata, you know? Yeah. The music in this scene is always gorgeous and it continues to be gorgeous, but we lose the bit. And it's just a simple, stupid moment. But before Zazu leaves Unala, he goes to Simba and he just goes, Good luck. Yeah. He doesn't do it. He doesn't even interact with Simba here, and it's like he's gone from thinking Simba's cute to just like, I <laughs> don't care. Yeah. To, you know, whereas in the in the previous one, he's all like fussy, but then actually does respect Simba, or at least is like. It yeah. just it's a weird thing to remove. It's a weird line to be like,
0: We'll just get rid of that one, yeah. yeah, so apparently in the wild, lions only live to be about fifteen years old, okay, so I guess hornbills live longer than that, <laughs> essentially is what I'm taking from that I yeah, it's just a weird thing that I didn't need to think about while this film was happening. I know, you know? there's a lot of stuff like that in here,
1: there is. Mufasa says that Simba jeopardized the future of our pride. And that's a good point. I never actually thought of it from that way before. Like, yeah. You jeopardized not just your life, my life, but the, everyone's lives because they're going to look to you. Mm-hmm. You've got to be brave. And Mufasa pulls a Javert and he starts talking about the stars. Yep. Out in the darkness.
0: Mm-hmm. And for some reason, they haven't put the Leo constellation up.
1: Yes, I did say this to you. It's like, they pan up <laughs> to the stars. This is my favourite
0: comment you made in yeah. this
1: film. So they pan up to the stars, the, the the dead kings looking down on them, right? They're establishing the dead kings of the past, which presumably mean Mufasa's ancestors. We're not talking like human kings. We're talking lion kings. Haha, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the name of the film. The... But surely as you pan up no one's going to notice this except like astronomy nerds yeah why not just clearly depict the leo constellation just just to really hammer home your point
0: it was mostly orion
1: it just it's just it's not even it doesn't change the film and i'm not criticizing the film for this it's just Mm. why wouldn't you if i'm directing this i'm like make it leo
0: yeah, why wouldn't you?
1: And if no one ever figures it out, there will be a case of like someone does it as like a Easter egg and like a movie details on Reddit is like when they look up, it's it's Leo. That's mm-hmm. really cool. It's just a small moment. So we now learn that the reason Scar wasn't at the elephant graveyard is because Scar didn't actually liaise with the hyenas here. They don't yes. have an alliance at this point. So Scar shows up and they're like, well, we're going to eat you. And he goes, well, hold on a second. Why eat me when you could eat everything? Because I've got a plan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Scar says, like, we should have an alliance. If you help me kill Mufasa, I will let you come into the Pride Lands. Yeah. You can eat whatever you want and we will work together. As opposed to just, you know, they are bottom feeders. They are, Scar sees them as equals. He sees himself as slightly above and he knows he needs them. But at this point, they're kind of his equal with Shenzi. It's like they're both going to get something out of this. Yeah,
0: and I appreciate that because that's what the hyenas wanted in the original one was an unlimited supply of food that they didn't have to work for. Mm -hmm. And I get that because that's actually quite a good take on how hyenas actually are. But having in this one, it be that like the ruler of the hyenas is working with the person that's going to rule the lions. I yeah. like that better. That's yeah. really cool. And also female hyenas are bigger than male hyenas yeah. and more dangerous. So I'm fully on board with this change. Um, and I don't know why they didn't do more things like this. Yeah.
1: The change I'm not here for is obviously how Be Prepared has been butchered. Yeah. You add all this runtime and you just can't keep this sequence. Mm-hmm. Now it makes more sense. You told me he couldn't sing it. So yeah. either stick to your guns and don't have it there i'll miss it but you'll explain and be like good okay or hire an actor that can sing Mm -hmm. or do what they did with jeremy irons and have another singer do it yeah i know it's jarring when we hear winnie the pooh singing (laughs) but like do that it doesn't have to be him singing it there are plenty of great singers out there Mm -hmm.
0: do you want to hear another quote from the voice actor yeah Scar is a fascinating character. This was an opportunity to examine his psychology and see what makes him tick. I agree. It's not simple, though, because Scar isn't a black and white villain like Maleficent and Ursula. What is he talking about? Uh, He's evil, sure, but he thinks he's the good guy and that his actions are justified.
1: We don't get that.
0: I don't get that at all. If anything, that quote is just making me angry for Ursula. Yeah. Because I know way more about Ursula just from the Little Mermaid movie than I do. Like... I would
1: I would agree with you. like, And I'd agree with him. Scar is not a black and white villain. Like... But
0: none of the Disney villains are. Except no. maybe Clayton.
1: <laughs> except maybe Gaston. But Gaston's just Even like... Even
0: Gaston has something he wants, yeah. though. It's not like he's just hanging around to be
1: evil. I think the thing is Gaston thinks that he is better for Belle.
0: Yeah. And, and Ursula thinks she'd be a better ruler. But and this is it, it's like things... you
1: can totally see the fact that Scar is secretly like resentful. He's like, I have more brains. I could rule this place better than he does. He rules with brute force. I would make this place better. Why can't people see that?
0: We forgot to mention they drop in this version that Scar fancies Sarabi and they for some reason, have decided that that's the hill they want to die on with this character. Yeah. Because when they have the conversation at the beginning about, you know, you weren't at the presentation of Simba this morning, blah, blah, blah. Scar says, you know I have the utmost respect for the Queen, but it's said in such a way as to be like, you stole my girlfriend. Yeah. And that's a weird take to go in with in this film. It is. Especially because they... In the stage musical, introduced the madness of King Scar, in which he fancies Nala. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know where they're going with this. <laughs>
1: like you say, Disney's getting rid of the villain songs, those poor unfortunate souls.
0: Basically. Don't God. look forward to that oh. one being
1: in The Little Mermaid, because no. I don't think Melissa McCarthy will be singing that one.
0: No, and they took out Prince Ali Reprise of, from Aladdin, which is mm. my favourite song in Aladdin.
1: So... I write the prediction here. I don't think I'm going to cry for once at the Stampede. The baby roar is still one of my favourite bits. Oh, it's so in cute. all of the Lion King media. Like I, I had the Mega Drive game, and like <laughs> baby a baby roar, and adult simulators are proper roar. Do you just... have to
0: do that, or is it just some like a cutscene in the game?
1: No, in the in the game, it's like a battle mechanic. Because I got it for Switch over Christmas like the remastered version, and you just do a little baby roar that makes things like kind of get frozen but it's not effective in the same way that when you're an adult you do your proper roar and it works it's just now, it's have
0: a... you ever seen the lion god
1: no and i don't want to
0: that is the the premise of that show yeah is that simba's i don't know whether it's simba's son or kiara's son no it's simba's a... son
1: because it works at the same time it's in conjunction with like the first half of lion yeah, king too he
0: has a magical roar that's yeah. passed down from the kings of old that lets him do magic
1: yep i'm not here for that I really like the pulling focus moment on the chameleon. So you have, like, blurry Simba in the background. Yeah. But, you know, considering the mm. technology mm-hmm. here, the fact that you can do that like that's an actual lion is very, very clever to me. Yeah. And here we go to the Stampede. I love this music so much. I I just love it. It's such a brilliant piece of music.
0: And again, it's just really... And this, I promise we had our TV turned up yeah. loud. It's weirdly quiet. It's quieter than the speaking voices of the actors are.
1: I don't think the music was as bad for this scene.
0: No, it was okay. But it doesn't help that they cut a lot of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Because this scene comes across a lot differently.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of issues with this. So this doesn't feel as claustrophobic or as scary. Yeah. We have Zazu telling Mufasa Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Simba's down there with no urgency. Oh no, it's Scar. Is
0: it Scar? So Scar comes back from the the ravine and is he like. Does. There's a stampede. Simba's down Simba's there. Simba's down there.
1: <laughs> There's no urgency to it. It's not the same way. And it,
0: yeah, I he know actually. I'm sounds making like the cares.
1: comparison, but it's like Mufasa, help. Simba's down there. Mm-hmm. He sounds like. He sounds, sounds like, like he's he on Mufasa's side, yeah. which is so good, but this Scar just has nothing going but for this him. This is the
0: thing. The, I I think this is the fundamental difference. And I know we're comparing it a lot, but they made this film. Yeah, I mean, they made this film exactly
1: it. the same. You can't do this and then not have any comparisons.
0: In the original one, Mufasa really wants to think the best of Scar. Yes, And that is established over and over again, to the point that even when Zazu says you could take him out and beat him yes. as a throw rug,
1: Holy Mufasa's
0: Zazu. like, oh, Zazu, like, you know, what am I going to do with him? Yeah. And it's more along the lines of, actual sibling relationships where you're like what am i gonna do But what it is
1: it's more along the lines of mufasa in that one is like he knows that scar's not happy but he still just hopes that he will be a brother like he hopes that he'll just get over it and just be part of this pride but this this one he's already
0: given up on scar exactly so why would you believe him and
1: he's he he views himself as more important Mm -hmm. and i'll get to one of my biggest mufasa gripes in a second yeah This whole sequence is much more rushed. Mm -hmm. Like, there's never a real built of peril. I like Simba's yells of dad because it sounds like a kitten's cry, which is quite painful.
0: Oh, it hurt to listen to because it really sounded like a cat. And it might just be because we don't have a cat. My cat lives with my parents. Yeah. And I miss him. And so this made me really upset. But I'm more upset about that than Mufasa died. Yeah.
1: We do have the orchestration is building mm-hmm. quite well to this. Like the sound is working. This is nice
0: and with the running sound. Yeah, it's and a everything. bit more
1: epic than Circle of Life got. Mm-hmm. So Mufasa has got Simba, he's put Simba on a perch and he's now climbing up. This is this is my big Mufasa gripe. When he says scar, help me, it's not urgent, it's In not order. desperate, mm-hmm. it's a command. It's yeah. scar. Help me! I'm too good to be doing this. Whereas in the other one, it feels like he has lost Please all. Help it's me. like yeah. I can't hold on much longer. I've had it. I've been beaten by all these these wildebeest, these like I just I can't do this. I need you to help me. Whereas <laughs> this is like I could keep climbing, but I'm not going to because I'm royalty and you're not. Mm. Help me, peasant.
0: This is also where one of I think the worst translated cut scene for scene moments yeah. is, which is the epic zoom out on baby Simba. Yeah. As he goes, no, and it zooms out really quickly in the original one. Yeah. It's a big facial expression. He looks scared. His eyes, yeah. if you just looked at his eyes, you can see yeah. he's scared. It doesn't. Change. In this one, it's a lion cub with his mouth open and he's so cute.
1: I know, it did. And it's
0: not scary, it's just kind of funny. Although,
1: one of the best bit is we actually, before Scar grabs the pause. Mm. he does a cat punch
0: <laughs> yeah it's like a proper
1: <laughs> it is like you watch like cats doing like that kind of interaction yeah and it's a proper cat punch which makes yeah, Mufasa he, like, flinch him. and then he does mm-hmm. it
0: I guess I cats like don't that.
1: always land on their feet though because Mufasa breaks
0: no wait what so I'm sorry this is like such a side cut moment but How does Mufasa die from falling that far, but Scar survives falling off the top of Pride Rock at the end of his movie? It's
1: higher in the animated film.
0: It really is.
1: Um, That's just
0: occurred to me. That's really strange. I've never noticed that before.
1: This is the Johnson & Johnson version of The Lion King. What is that? No more tears.
0: I I always thought it was no tears. I always
1: thought it was no more tears. The whole point is like, You're not supposed to cry. It won't make you cry when you get in your eyes.
0: There's no tears in your hair when you Mm. brush your hair.
1: Okay, well, I'm saying there's no more tears.
0: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Let us know which one you say. Is it tears or tears?
1: I always thought it was no more tears.
0: I always thought it was no more tears.
1: I don't care. (laughs) Mufasa deserved to die. Yeah. He's, He's a pompous royal ninny. I didn't like him in this version. Yeah. And I think it's a disservice to James Earl Jones' legacy Mm -hmm. as Mufasa. Like, that's the worst bit. Is his original version going to be tarnished for me watching it back, knowing he's the same voice here? Yeah. You should have at least had a different Mufasa. Mm -hmm. And we'll be fine. Scar isn't sarcastic enough when he talks to Simba. It's just like, Simba, what have you done?
0: Yeah, You don't feel like he's won anything. No. And he doesn't seem... At least in the original one, I think... He seems a little bit more pleased with himself. He's, like, this he's, band works.
1: So yeah, he's so much more sinister. like, Simba, what did you do? You feel why Simba can never come back. You feel like he's been shamed because Scar's guilted him into... This was your fault. Whereas this guy's just like... He's dead.
0: He's dead, you killed him. Yeah. Wrong.
1: You don't feel the sh- same, like, prompting for the, the yeah. shame. So the difference here... Instead of the hyenas lying to Scar, they don't chase Simba down into the thorns and obviously have the comedic relief moment. You just have Ed and... Is it Banzai?
0: Banzi? Banzi. Let me check.
1: Hang
0: on. They're not actually called Ed in this one. No.
1: I mean, it's the, the closest comparison. So it's
0: Kamari, Azizi and Shenzi.
1: So you don't have the two male hyenas, like... Kind of laughing and comic relief but they just say let's just say we ate him and mm-hmm. like that is what it is she'll never know i like that instead of scar will never know it shenzy it's they're not scared of scar they're scared of her yeah i like that
0: because she's their leader i appreciate that yeah. as well and florence kasumba has just an incredible voice mm-hmm. She was very well picked for this role.
1: I do think that as Simba walks away, he does look sad and dejected, but I think it's the ears. I really do think you Mm -hmm. can tell that emotion. It's not in the same conventional way. Yeah. The lionesses look so generic. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I couldn't tell any lioness from another lioness. There's no like defining features and they're told about what's happening. And as the hyenas come in, nala does look terrified
0: yeah baby nala again ba- because for some reason the baby animals have more personality yeah
1: she looks terrified i really like zazu interacting with rafiki we never really got much of that in the first one
0: no we don't know that they even know each other in yeah the first one. but i like
1: that he's there to kind of comfort rafiki mm-hmm. as he breaks the news to rafiki well, they're the same
0: age so
1: oh they're together
0: do you know what I also found out while I was doing the research for this movie is that a couple of the lines that I thought were said by Sarabi, I
1: thought it said, said no. by
0: Sarabi, they're said by another female I lioness. Know. it's a real issue. Her name is Serafina.
1: Which is stunning. Nala's mum.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was Sarabi the whole time yeah. because she's the only named female lion yeah. that like, we're told the name of. Yeah. Because I only know that she's called Serafina because it's in the credits. Yeah. I don't know. They they all just look very similar. They do. It's not
1: it's it's not good animation with that one. Like
0: I know that female lines all do kind of look the same. No, I
1: know, but you you are trying to make them stand out as different, especially and you can do things like with their, their mannerisms or like maybe to do with their eyes or yeah. you know you can do enough like with tufts of hay, make them look more different to each well, other.
0: Like with Nala, the back of her ears are black. And she has that as a cub and as an adult. But when we're looking at the front of all of their faces, they look the same.
1: I always thought this was the worst kind of bit of the original Lion King, and like the worst bit of this is Simba just dropping down to die in the middle of the desert. But we immediately establish, like a few frames later, he's literally right by shade. Like, I always
0: just kind of assumed that they had to travel a bit to get there but you pointed out that they literally pan across and, it, and it's like here's a jungle and it's,
1: and it's the same in the animation one you know at least they keep that inconsistency up we get bowling for buzzards and out of the mists the media's favourite gay parents absolutely Timon and Pumbaa.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> you want to know a fun fact go for it
0: you know how Pharrell Williams did the the sound mixing for this film yeah he also did the vocal coaching for singing to his sound development. Yeah. And he had to vocal coach Seth Rogen, who apparently just can't sing. Yeah. To the point that Pharrell Williams was literally banging his head against a wall in the studio. Which, that's a quote from Seth Rogen. So that is yeah. really funny.
1: I, I still maintain Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner are perfect casting for this role. I think they bounced off each other brilliantly. Mm -hmm. I am sure that they brought um, a lot of improvisation to this.
0: Yes, they did. So the way that they recorded this, the same as um, the original cast did, Timon and Pimba always record together. Yes. And the way that they prepared to record for this film was they did three performances of their roles in a theatre, like a little black box theatre, where they did it twice with the script, and then Favreau asked them to do it just ad-libbing, and they kept most of the ad-libbing. That's But good. they didn't record it, so that then when they went and did it in the recording studio, yeah. they wanted to keep some of the things. Which I think works really well for these characters.
1: Yeah, I also really like the animation for them. I think they look great, realistic. Oh,
0: I love. I just love meerkats.
1: Yeah.
0: I uh, used to. Yeah.
1: There's so many good li- little mannerisms from Timon. The so fact that
0: Timon walks on four legs, yeah. I really appreciate. I think that's adorable. There's a
1: nice moment like where he's scratching as he's talking, which just feels realistic. He jumps from Pumbaa's back onto Simba's back, and, and he kind of scrambles. It's mm-hmm. just like you deliberately make a choice to put that in, and the, the it, it builds a really nice little character.
0: Yeah, and I just like that, obviously in the original one, Timon has the same sort of quite frantic voice because he's a meerkat, so he talks really fast, yeah. but that now his mannerism really match that because he's constantly, not that the original one didn't, but with this one, he's constantly doing something. Mm. He's moving or walking or scratching himself or scratching whoever he's set, sitting on or he's picking through the hair for things yeah. and it's just constant and it, it fits very really good. nicely. But also I love meerkats. So.
1: <laughs> and he's no Nathan though. You know, especially when it comes to singing. Like, I will say Hakuna Matata takes a notable dip in quality, but it's not through lack of trying. Yeah. You know, I think Billy Eichner does a great job, and him and Seth Rogen really tried to make this more unique. (laughs) Do you want to hear a quote? Yeah, sure.
0: So Billy Eichner said, Nathan Lane's fantastic. He has a great singing voice, but he didn't lean into his voice fully in the original version. I lean into it a little bit more and I think that's another way that this version is distinct. Timon's singing voice is different than the original and I think that adds a different flavour to it.
1: I'll actually say, yeah. He has a great
0: singing voice but I don't don't think you can
1: compare. No, but actually, I I think he's got a point that Nathan Lane, phenomenal singer, but having seen the producers, Nathan Lane doesn't give it his all in The Lion King.
0: No, but he's not singing so much, he's doing a character voice. Yes,
1: exactly, because Timon is Singing in the same speaking voice.
0: But in musical theatre, there's a difference between being a character actor and the way that they're describing singing here. It's like in Once Upon a Mattress, Fred's character, that is a character Mm. actress. That's not an ingenue, you know?
1: And uh, yeah, I feel like he's definitely tried to do more and uh, praise. I appreciate that. He was fantastic. Exactly.
0: These two are hands down my favourite part of this film. The changes that are made for them and their ad libbing. Is the best part of this film for me.
1: Yeah, there, there's. Yeah.
0: Specific bits, and we'll get to them.
1: I love the animation of Baby Pumbaa. I love the fact he kills a butterfly.
0: Baby Pumbaa is I love so him.
1: cute.
0: Oh my god.
1: I don't like.
0: That they finish the sentence. That they
1: finish the sentence. I just think it's. Not for me. Not, yeah, like. Hey, Pubba, Not not another kid. We don't need to go as every time that I farted. It just.
0: I love that he says that and then he's like, Timone, aren't you going to stop me? And Timone's like, no.
1: Yeah, it's like, we, we, <laughs> okay. what were you expecting? You know, like that's an example of a change I'd rather they would.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't need to hear I did, that. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's really nice to get all the way through a kid's film without hearing a fart joke. Exactly.
1: We know that Pumbaa's gassy, like whatever, it doesn't matter. We don't okay. need to hear They've very, just yeah. shown that. Yeah, that's, like, the point. that's the That's the joke. It's done at that point. Mm. Any antelopes? Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. That oh my God. was so oh my God. funny. The I loved animals. that. Yeah,
1: having all these other an- animals in the jungle with them. Oh, it was so funny. Oh my so God. good.
0: And the fact that two of them are two of my favourite animals on yes. Earth. The elephant shrew, yeah. which is the cutest thing in the whole world. And a bush baby who just looks scared the the entire time. Do you know who the bush baby is voiced by? I
1: saw it. It's Pharrell Williams, no, wasn't it? No, it's
0: Chance the Rapper.
1: Oh, really? I yeah. saw it had a name. I... That
0: is the Funniest casting they could have gone with. I yeah I this really this little am. bush baby that then has just this incredible singing voice. Oh my god!
1: Yeah, you know I thought that was that was really really a good change. Like they're not just on their own now. There's more characters there. It's so great. And I do I really like them replicating the the shot of him growing and balancing up against the moonlight. Like that's mm. that's that is John spot on. Those are moments we want to see. This yeah. is a you know, but like, not
0: only Simba ages in that scene, Timon and Pumbaa both get bits of grey in their fur because they're ageing as well, yeah. which I think is a great thing to add
1: yeah. in. Yeah, it was, it was perfect. And then, yep, Donald Glover starts channelling his best childish Gambino.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it that Timon says? He's like, oh look, he's riffing now. Yeah. I hate everything. It's great.
1: I thoroughly appreciate donald glover in this role
0: oh same He's however, Incredible
1: however i don't feel it's fair that him and beyonce get the top billing when do they do as much as baby simba baby nala probably in this version i don't think they do probably... i don't feel like donald glover is in this at all
0: i i don't know i think in films where you have any films not just like animated ones because yeah. I know it's different when it's voice acting and they get billed differently. Yeah. But in any film where you have a main adult actor and a child actor where they have the same amount of screen time. Yeah. They should be billed together. Yeah. Oh I like agree. it should be Donald Glover and JD McCreary, who's great. He was mm. a really good singer. And then we have Shahadi Wright Joseph who was in Us. She was amazing in that. I'm as young... I was going to say young Beyonce. Young Nala. Yeah. Yeah. She, interestingly enough, said young Nala. She said she was really glad that Us came out before The Lion King because she wants people to see her as a serious actress, not a singing lion.
1: Which is so cute. (laughs) That is very cute. We see the fall of the Pride Lands, which is nice.
0: Oh, it's like a time lapse. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I like seeing what's actually happening there. So... Zazu is sneaking about for his survival to give them news. And obviously the high end's like, hey, the bird's back. as yes, he
0: became a spy. Yeah,
1: he would do. I yeah. like that. I like that he's not locked up singing, it's a small world after all. Although
0: one of my favourite jokes that I ever saw in the stage show was that instead of small world, he sang Let It Go. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's exactly. What it but that's, what it, that's one of those jokes <laughs> that works. You can do so much with it because you take it from one annoying disney song to the next annoying disney mm. song like you know you know that when the theater's open in 2021 he's gonna start going oh
0: anything but that you know like
1: yeah. I'm i have no issue with that and you know what credit to them not putting that scene in here because i feel like given another moment that we're gonna get really later on it. yeah well not only would it date it it would ruin another great reference we're going oh, to have it would feel, this movie. exactly yeah. that joke wouldn't be as good mm. had we had him going let it go yeah let it go because it would just be like okay you're really relying on old disney here
0: there's a great very illegally filmed clip from the stage show of a zazu singing like a whole verse and a chorus of yeah. let it go because they just let him carry on why not so funny
1: so Scar wants to pull a Henry VIII and get his dead brother's wife to marry him.
0: Or, alternately, a Hamlet.
1: Yes. <laughs> she will never be... His queen. His queen. So now the lions are going to feast after the hyenas.
0: When there's nothing left.
1: Yeah. As an addition, I think that scene was cool. I want more of that.
0: That's like, from the stage show.
1: Yeah, I mm-hmm. know. But in terms of this... I appreciate to, that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nala.
1: something starts to put James Bond to shame with her sneaking in camouflage.
0: Right. Here is The where point we for hit...
1: Madness of King Scar.
0: Yeah, but this is where we hit another issue that I have in yeah. this film, which is that they have been playing just the, the chorus of Shadowlands... A lot. ...for about half an hour at yeah. this point. It comes in every time something spooky or bad happens. And especially this part where she's trying to sneak out. Yeah. This is where Shadowlands should be in the film. Yeah. So why are they playing it?
1: Yeah. I also think...
0: Also Madness of King
1: Scar is so great. Madness here. of King Scar here would be great, especially because... It's so creepy. Sarabi's just turned me down, so to go to the Young Lioness. Mm-hmm. It would be a really nice addition here, but I don't know...
0: It's very talky, that song. It's
1: a very talky song. Like, do you know what? Chance, like, if you'd got a, a, a better... singer Mm -hmm. for Scar that song would work here given given what you've told me since okay I understand why but again you can just hire another singer it was literally
0: up to them who they hired exactly and I really like the actor that voices Scar I like him in Doctor Strange I've seen him in a few things
1: he's a really great actor and and he's one of those as soon as I saw his cast I thought he is going to be great in it I think it comes down to the direction I think it
0: was weird directional choices Yeah. yeah
1: Zazu tries to talk Nala out of it, saying you can't go, but eventually helps her escape, just as everyone's going to find her. Mm. He helps her. And yeah, we then go to another one of my favourite jokes. Yeah. Simba's chasing the butterfly. He's no longer a real lion.
0: Oh my God, yeah. The and the antelope, antelope is just thinks like... that he was chasing him. He's like,
1: <laughs> right, So that poor antelope must live in an eternal state of anxiety that Simba's lion switch will just click on you like know like Madagascar. how I was more thinking like in Vampire Diaries that oh, they God. have their good and bad <laughs> switch that Simba's good switch is going to go off and one day he's just going to turn like that poor antelope like his he his, his the stress on his heart he is not going to live a long life and
0: he's just like I'm going to go now and <laughs> Simba's so like why doesn't he
1: want to play and like Timon's like because Timon has to he's him the prey ball. and you're predator and he just he doesn't trust you and you're never going to be friends so just Let it go. Yep. Let it go. They disprove the circle of life. It's more a line of indifference. I
0: love the line of indifference. That's, again, really funny changes to the script. Yeah. With, like, nihilistic humour. I do
1: think Donald Glover makes a far better slacker Simba than Matthew Broderick. Mm. You know, I feel like he really nails, like, that slacker tone. I can just picture Donald Glover recording in his pyjamas at this point. I love, I've always loved that Pumbaa knows the truth about what stars are, but it's just disproved because, like, everything's gas to you. I like that Timon's like, they're fireflies. They got stuck up in that big bluish grey thing. Yeah. And then Simba's like, someone once told me the great kings of the past are so there looking down on us and they just laugh. And he goes off all upset. Oh. And Pumbaa's like... I guess I shouldn't have said that. And Timon's like, yeah, you shouldn't have said that. You should yeah, have laughed him. Yeah, Timon's
0: like, I knew as soon as you started talking that that was going to end badly. This is all your fault. But it's all, so I love
1: funny. that dynamic between yeah. Timon and Pamela. They're just married. But this is it. Like, they keep it. They maintain that relationship mm-hmm. between the pair of them. Yeah. It doesn't feel forced. It feels far more organic. And yeah, these additional scenes really just keep the charm of timon and pumbaa Mm -hmm. which is good because they i think i think they are the most important characters of the lion king like they had spin-offs you know like it's important they are they are the olaf you know or olaf is the timon and pumbaa whatever you want to say like every disney film has a character that goes above the franchise and it's not the main character it's these sidekicks and they've done a good job at keeping timon and pumbaa as highlights Instead of petals, it's Simba's fur that inspires Rafiki. But, you know, this is Lord of the Rings style. You know, like it's a Lord of the Rings odyssey for his hair to get from A to B. Sure. All the way to Rafiki. It's the mm-hmm. circle of poo. which of my... I just
0: love the best part of watching this film with you was watching that bit of hair get all the way to the giraffe. And then the giraffe eating it. And you were like, is that it?
1: Did it <laughs> not even make amazing. it? It's just, like, it's just like a red herring. No. That
0: would have been such a great waste of time for this movie. Yeah. To just have the hair get that far. And you were like, is that it? <laughs> what just happened?
1: Yes, it's the Circle of Pooh, which is one of my favourite South Park parodies. I
0: love Dung Beetles. They yeah, are the, so interesting.
1: It, it, do you know what? It's such a stupid sequence. The fact that Be Prepared was cut for this. Like
0: I've just been thinking about this while we've been talking. What? How did they make this movie longer? Because what has been this
1: journey for the fur,
0: right? And but so the and the not madness
1: of King George, King George, King Scar. Scar.
0: But the new song Spirit Ugh. is over the top of a scene that is in the original one. Yeah, it's so not... that's not new. What of the? How have they made this film longer?
1: I know. Well. The mouse doesn't travel as far in the opening bit either.
0: That's like a minute tops.
1: Yeah, but it's this not that. Film long. Is it's like literally an hour. fifteen seconds in the first film.
0: If even, yeah. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of just long Odyssey cuts and the like The story of Simba's fur Planet is, Earth is a greater Odyssey than Assassin's Creed Odyssey, you know? <laughs> yeah. The best bit of this film
0: mm-hmm.
1: is the lion sleeps tonight.
0: Oh my god. Yes, and the fact that all the other, uh, all the all other, other animals, animals join in, in and
1: just make the noises, like the whole ensemble of yeah. this bit is so, so we've much got Phil fun.
0: Phil Lamar is the impala, which yeah. is the antelope. Then Josh McCrary as the elephant Sh- Shrew, Chance the Rapper is the bush baby. Amy Sedaris is the little guinea fowl thing. And they all just join in. It
1: is. And it's just like. It's too it's funny. It's so, so funny. And the best bit of this is just how like you are lulled into such a full <laughs> sense of security. And then suddenly like Nala just <laughs> jumps out. Jump scare. I would like to rewatch that moment just to see if I could spot Nala before. Like if she was just You can't see canofler. her in the background. I just thought it was so. I knew that was coming. And I still jumped. <laughs> it was so good good this sequence the song is better yeah everything's fun and then, isn't
0: that that is the one of two jokes that i consider the best jokes yeah. in this film that is so funny it is and that's the kind of change that i'm here for yeah like oh,
1: it was just so good it, and like the chase sequence it was so motion scary it felt like we're watching an actual documentary mm-hmm. like again get david attenborough on the phone and just get him to narrate what's going on for me please yeah And the way Simba jumps out and rescues Pumbaa, Mm -hmm. it feels a lot nicer here. We get the call back to Pinja again and like Simba's like, Nala. And she's like, oh my God, Simba. And they reconnect.
0: Yeah. In the original one, doesn't she not know who he is for a second?
1: It takes a a moment.
0: And this one, she's just like, Simba.
1: Yeah. She's just straight on because apparently we've got more run time, but we're not going to but delve into but the But we're story. not going
0: to flush anything out. But
1: Timon yeah. comes forward with the great sarcasm he goes, ha ha ha, what fun.
0: Yeah.
1: It's just so brilliant. And then we get Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Mm. I can see what's happening. What? He's going to hakuna Hermitatas. <laughs> I I love this song. I want this song to be our first dance. Not this version of the song, but this song. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't stand out, and consider like I'll say this: the fact that Donald Glover sounds on par with someone as phenomenal as Beyoncé. Like I know he is a great singer, but Beyoncé is Beyoncé. Mm-hmm. They've done a real disservice to her with her voice here, and Donald Glover sounds phenomenal, but this song, yeah, just falls flat. Mm-hmm. Like
0: it just, it kind of just made me laugh because in a, this film has a lot of really meta references. Yes. Specifically through Timon and Pumbaa, which always happens when you have comedy actors yeah. voicing characters and you let them ad-lib. Well, especially it's like Olaf in the yeah, new Frozen but, movie. Like,
1: especially given what Robin Williams popularised with the genie of like meta references. And Timon and Pumbaa and Olaf have followed that lead. Yeah,
0: and that's fine. I enjoy those jokes. But we have literally just had Timon make a joke about how he hates everything because Simba is trying to riff on his song yeah and now we have Beyonce singing loads of just new riffs on this Mm. song that everybody knows which isn't necessarily a bad thing I think if I heard her sing this song live or separately to this movie it'd be fine but all I can think about while she's singing is oh she's riffing again I hate everything you know the
1: weirdest thing about this is the fact that you would hire Beyonce for this role and all she does is two minutes if that for the can You Feel the Love Tonight? Mm. Like, Spirit is, is a waste. Spirit we'll, is we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about why Spirit's a waste in a moment. But if you remove Spirit, you've got Beyonce as part of your singing cast, and you give her this version of Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Mm-hmm. Give her the musical version, which goes on longer yeah. and has more depth to it. And then you add far more, so this isn't just a shot-for-shot shot remake of the same bit. Mm-hmm. Make this a bigger more monumental more romantic moment yeah you know as romantic as it can be with lions you know Mm -hmm. the flowers aren't moving as well i noticed at this point that literally they're walking through they're walking through flowers like considering the technical visual feat this is and then the fact that like there's issues like that like it's on par with elsa's hair going through her arm and it's so weird
0: because a lot for the rest of this movie i think it really looks like these animals are interacting with their environment. Mm. Little things like, anytime anyone walks across the Pride Lands, you can see dust moving on yeah. their feet and stuff. So it, it's just, so weird because you're so
1: close and you can actually see the flowers just not moving or reacting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Simba asks her, "Are you satisfied?".
0: She will never be satisfied. <laughs> Why does he ask her that? I don't remember much of the scene.
1: No, me either. And she goes off, like, and she's mad because
0: he doesn't want to come home. And he's like, "I live here now, and also you could live here too." Yeah, we'll (laughs) be
1: satisfied. She'll never be satisfied. He's just
0: in his depressed college student phase right now,
1: which is fair. I mean, he's been through a lot.
0: Oh yeah, he absolutely. But this is is, this is the problem
1: I have is that you never actually have enough of seeing Donald Glover's Simba just wallowing. Mm -hmm. He literally goes from "I'm having fun," "I'm slacking off." to I've met my friend. I'm in love. To I'm depressed. Oh wait, there's my dad. I can do this.
0: Yeah, and I always felt that that went very quickly in the first one. But as well. I can
1: accept that it's a children's film. That's an hour and a half, and the feat of animation at that point in time for The Lion King. You're not having two-hour epics from hand-drawn animation.
0: Yeah, and the other thing is the the just the sheer amount of quotes
1: mm-hmm. from
0: different people connected to this film, notably John Favreau but also the actors saying that they wanted to spend more time on Simba's journey from boy to man.
1: There's no journey. There's no
0: journey. The it... journey is him. he walks over a log. Yeah. And that's all, that's the joke. We get it. Like, yeah, it's but fine. You, you
1: could have really nice more depth between him and Nala before she just storms off after Can You Feel the Love Tonight.
0: I don't understand. And I always thought this before this film ever came out. Always thought this about the original one. Why does she never ask how he survived? Yeah. Why does she not want to know if Mufasa's is alive? Like, where do they think he yeah. is?
1: Scar's Scar said that you and Mufasa are dead. Is your dad here as well? Perhaps he will help us. Have Have Simba. Have Simba tell Nala.
0: He has to because that should be what happens. Is that he talks about it?
1: The something. The fact that they. Uh, Clearly get together and uh, and he's not been honest with her. It's kind of deceptive. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, you could have some really nice moments here where she forces him to confront and then she's like, you're not the same symbol. You're not the symbol we need. And he's like, yeah, because you don't know what I've been through. Like, have it more than just 30 seconds of, hey, we're in love. Oh, but you're not coming home with me. Like... And again, I get it's an issue in the original one, but you've given this more time anyway, so you know why aren't we getting that?
0: Apparently Rafiki isn't a baboon in this version; no. he's a mandrill, um, which is a different kind of.
1: Yeah, that's working. fine. Uh, Simba wants none of his nonsense, and
0: no, and I love again. We got way more of Rafiki in advance yes. than the original one. This guy just showed up out of nowhere in this one. We've seen him once at the beginning. Simba doesn't know who he is, despite the fact that once he sort of realizes in the original one, he's like, Oh, okay, I recognize you. No,
1: but he doesn't. He only thing that ever makes him realise that Rafiki is someone worth listening to, he goes, I know who you are, you're Mufasa's boy. It's the same in the original. It's the same in this one. It's just it? the fact that Rafiki knows who his dad is.
0: We've just spent in the original one more time with Rafiki away from everyone else. We've cut away no. to him a couple of times. No,
1: it's been it's been the same.
0: Then why we get we Rafiki
1: just... christening Simba or presenting Simba, however you want to phrase it. You get him drawing and laughing.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you then get him meditating with the flowers. He goes and you know he smells the petals. He's like, oh my. Oh my. So Rafiki
0: is essentially yeah. MacGuffin Mike.
1: We just get, he's alive, he's alive. And he repaints, he goes, it is time. And then we don't see him until this point here. There's more interaction. He has his weird stick with the, the nuts, which he hits him on the head with. And he goes, you know, yeah." you get much more interaction with the two. Mm-hmm. But we haven't actually, I th- would say we probably have the same amount of Rafiki that we have had before.
0: Yeah, MacGuffin Rafiki is here to just send Simba home so that we can get on with this.
1: Essentially, yeah, he is just the MacGuffin to. <laughs> MacGuffin
0: Mac- Mike.
1: MacGuffin Mandarill. What, Mandrill, yeah. Well, MacGuffin Mandrill is, is the point here. We used to always joke as children, like, I don't remember the origin of this, but we would always just be like, it became a real thing with me and my cousins that, like, if we just wanted to, like, make the other person laugh, we'd just say, Rafiki, what were they thinking?
0: I mean, that's kind of fair.
1: And, like, but not even from a sense of like critical analysis. This is at, like six or seven years old. It's just Rafiki was a funny character. You know, I used to have an, a Lion King uh storybook that you press sounds to complement with it, and mm. you just had Rafiki sound words, a sampissan, a squish banana, ha ha he ha ha ha. Like yeah. he he comes across if you're a child, it's a very funny character, mm. which he isn't. Like on hindsight, he's a very like important cultural representation of a character. But you haven't actually got much to him
0: yeah
1: he says he lives in you and i'm thinking oh we might get the best lion king song ever i'm really 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 hoping and
0: if i can't have shadowlands despite the fact that they've played it nine times by this point you're not getting he lives in you (laughs) they
1: maintain rafiki's eccentricity well i think but it's not the same level it's not as amplified the music's great very
0: pretty the way that they do the clouds is incredible. What a great decision. Oh yeah, just having the lightning lightning strikes. And there's not even just one lion there. The one that's talking is obviously Mufasa, but there's smaller lions around him in the clouds that are the other kings. Incredible.
1: This is one of of two moments where going into he lives in you would have been a perfect choice. You know, you just say, you see, he lives in you. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, he lives in you.
0: Now, this is something you are going to have to explain to me because you know a lot more about award ceremonies than I do. Yes. So why why did Disney feel like they need an award for this film? Because the only reason why this next song is here is so that they can be put forward for best original song in a movie. Um, and it doesn't fit with the rest of the soundtrack Honestly,
1: me. I I couldn't tell you. Especially, but that's what they've written. It, but right? especially considering, there is a real perception that the Oscars, the Golden Globes, especially the Oscars, are seen as advertising. But
0: they're all rigged, right?
1: Well, they're not rigged as such, but you have to pay. Like Leonardo DiCaprio, for the longest time, would say, "Like, I'm not fast. The fact I haven't got an Oscar yet because." you you know it's not actually being recognized by my peers yeah the oscars from what i i've gauged and i've never looked more into it because they are what they are Hmm. you know it is a lot of the time part of your budget for your advertising goes into this and you will pay the academy and you will get this yeah yeah I don't know more about it than that. I, I, it's it's not something I've ever looked into, to be entirely honest with you. Do
0: movies make money off of being, off of winning at the Oscars, not off of being nominated? Because I understand I guess how you, that's good advertising for I guess you point. could melt
1: the Oscar down.
0: Yeah, they're not even gold.
1: I think they meant more back in the day.
0: Yeah, when there Snow was White less winning an Oscar, that was a big deal. Yeah,
1: like. Back in the day where there were less films, you were truly recognized as the best. Mm-hmm. Back in the day where you maybe had, like he says in the holiday, you know, where you might get one new film a month. Yeah. As opposed to you have to make it big in your opening weekend now just to pay off half the costs. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this next song. Beyonce is a phenomenal singer. Yeah. This is nothing to do with her ability. But if they wanted her to have a big song, put Shadowlands in, let her sing that. It's an incredible song. Yeah. She would have been great. But
1: this is a, this is literally a minute of song. It's not even the full song.
0: We don't get to hear any of the verse of this no. song. She sings the chorus or like two lines of the chorus over and over no. for a full minute. This
1: should have been He Lives In You. Yeah. 100% this should have been He Lives In especially You
0: especially because they wanted to do big panoramic shots of Simba running across you have, the plains and... you
1: have like the opening to He Lives In You being the exchange with
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Mufasa in the clouds you have Mufasa say as king I was most proud of one thing having you as my son yeah and then you, you cut to the next bit of the song the
0: choral part where everyone's singing it and it sounds like a celebration yeah
1: and you have Rafiki's voice you have Nala's voice you have all these different voices layered on.
0: And if you really wanted Beyonce to be the person to sing that, have her sing the lead on it, but have it with the chorus.
1: Could she not have just been Rafiki, though? And you just have female Rafiki and just let her be female Rafiki singing. He lives in you.
0: Yeah, that would have been great.
1: You know, you could also do that. Who knows? I didn't like Spirit. I don't think I don't think it felt like a Lion King song. And you got my hopes up by saying, hey, Hans Zimmer, Tim Rice and Elton John worked on this. This felt like a generic Beyonce song that I would get on one of her albums that's not a slight on Beyonce she's phenomenal however it isn't in line with the other songs fit, from the yeah. Lion King 100% I could buy this as a Beyonce single
0: mm-hmm.
1: it, I can't buy this as a Lion King song he returns and his home is a wreck and slowly but surely the Avengers start to assemble <laughs> Nala's there Timon and Pumb, and then we get an, on your left Zazu flies in
0: yeah <laughs> And when Zazu shows up, he's like, "It can't be! It's Simba! Excellent! Let's go kill Scar!" When
1: you know he's just like Mufasa, you're alive,
0: right? Because that's who Scar thinks it is initially.
1: Yeah, but Zazu, Zazu's... I guess Zazu
0: knew, knew Mufasa long enough.
1: Yeah, exactly. But again,
0: I... it's it's just at this point in the movie, we don't have enough time to, to discuss anything anymore. No, because they wasted all of their time on just other things. I guess on the
1: fur journey.
0: But literally Sazi was like, cool, cool, you're back.
1: We get the line, this is what you're fighting for, which, like, great. Pumbaa doesn't twig when they're like, we're going to need to use bait. He's like, oh, yeah, it's a great idea, but what are we going to (laughs) use? It's a great joke. And and the the joke is just excellent. And this is the best use of Be Our Guest, far better than The Descendants used it. Mm -hmm. I would not have minded if they sang the whole thing.
0: I would have just sat here and enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. It would have been amazing.
1: Yeah, 100% I could have just totally gone ball of them singing the whole thing. But it's so funny cuz again they lull you into a false sense yeah. that it's going somewhere, and Pumba just loses his nerve and runs out. And yeah. it's much better than the um I love the luau moment. Yeah. He's a big big you can be a but big pig too. They do this
0: again in the stage show now. Yeah. They don't always sing the luau song. They sing other Disney yeah. songs or be our guest, which this is hilarious. This is
1: amazing. Have you had Zazu do Let It Go? This isn't as funny.
0: No, this but is This only is, funny is just in this
1: song. absolutely brilliant. And I like it when Disney is self-referential like this. You know, you get it a lot in Aladdin mm-hmm. and it's funny.
0: And actually the part of Be Our Guest that they sing Isn't referencing Paris. They don't talk about anything really referencing Beauty and the Beast. It's just the opening of the dinner song. Yeah. So I can believe that Timon
1: made this up. Exactly. It's hilarious. Rafiki is Thor in our group of Avengers because he busts out Mjolnir. yeah.
0: I forgot about that.
1: He reaches
0: down into the tree and pulls out Rafiki's stuff.
1: Which he's not had at all in this film.
0: And I did not notice the absence of it. Yeah.
1: But like in in the film, he carries it. It's his walking stick. He's mm-hmm. an old man. He cracks open one of the weird fruits to christen Simba with. This is the first time we see it. We cut back to Pride Rock and Scar is still propositioning Sarabi, and then yeah. the best Donald Glover moment because he says, "Get away from my mother!" <laughs> oh my god!
0: Oh no! I completely forgot about that for some reason. <laughs> For some reason, Donald Glover goes into this really British accent. <laughs> um, yeah, he's. it's Scar looks up and it's this really tense moment. And he's like, Mufasa is alive. And then Simba shouts, get away from my mother.
1: Mother. It's just so, so it's funny. It's such an English accent.
0: I wrote, I wrote so it weird. down
1: phonetically. So I wouldn't look at my notes and say, why does it say get away from my mother? I wrote it as mother.
0: Mother. And now that is a quote that we will say for the rest of our and lives, then so that's And then Scar
1: good. is talking and he says to Simba, must this all end in violence? Yeah, yes.
0: Yes. Yeah, it must. Yeah, sorry.
1: And the music's great. Again, it builds attention brilliantly. And Rafiki's, you know, now he's got Mjolnir. He summons the lightning and the lightning just the fire, starts yeah. the fire. And Scar is 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 lying down he's not even circling him but he's so casual it's like he knows he's Mm. in power and he just says shall we tell them your little secret I've always
0: had an issue with this even with the original one this is another thing is I like to think if I as a child had disappeared and my father had mysteriously died that when I came back if someone was like you obviously killed your father my mum would be like she was a child what are you talking about yeah like what but this is is simba's guilt this is
1: like simba's not actually dealt with the guilt at this point But you
0: feel simba's guilt more again in the original yeah in this he's just kind of like oh yeah you're right i'm depressed
1: yeah because matthew broderick is is like well yeah but it was an accident i didn't mean to kill my dad
0: yeah he doesn't say that but that's because
1: we've built that idea up more than we have here. Yeah,
0: even Simba doesn't seem to really believe that he killed Mufasa. Yes. He's, he's sort of on board with that it was probably his fault Yeah, that it happened. But the way that they play it in the original one is that Simba's like, no, I murdered him. Yeah, And it's a lot darker. And they
1: believe it because Simba believes it.
0: Yeah, but in this one, he's kind of like, I was there. So yeah, it's probably my fault. Yeah.
1: Scar reveals his own little secret. He He, he says that... There was no fear in Mufasa's eyes the way there is with yours. And it's his own hubris. It's on par with Agamemnon. It's going to bring about his downfall. Now, I wasn't sure if this was Sarabi or Nala who confronts Scott about not being at the gorge. I think in hindsight, it's Sarabi who says, hold on, your story's wrong. How can you know there was no fear in Mufasa's eyes? You told us you weren't at the gorge.
0: Yeah, it's Sarabi. It's, like, it's
1: Phoenix right? It's objection. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: you can't possibly know that. And then
1: it all comes, you know, as my nan would say, oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to deceive.
0: (laughs) Is that something your nan says? Yeah. That's awesome. It's great. Hi, Danny's nan. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) I hope your nan is such a great friend to the podcast because every week when I do the artwork, she doesn't read what the title of the episode is. She tries to guess what What it is based off of my drawing and she gets it every time. It's great.
1: Even with the more obscure ones, like, I'm surprised. Clearly, she should have been educating me instead of you. I
0: know.
1: I like that Timon and Pumbaa are out mm-hmm. the frying pan and then, like, we're safe. And then you just see the hyenas creeping behind them. And it is quite menacing and scary. Because
0: mm-hmm. they're scary in this one.
1: And they call Pumba chubby. And he's like, oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, I, I will know, not be
0: body shamed I by will a hyena. I not be
1: bully shamed by bullies. I think it's quite nice. Like, yeah, actually, it's, it's like, mm-hmm. right empowering for kids. Like, don't stand up for
0: it's this. It's basically the yeah. same.
1: It is. Uh, They've just they, like edited the. Work. Did you just call him a pig? They called me Mr. Mr. Pig. If we're gonna change that, at least you have got this really nice moment here where Seth Rogen's like, "I will not be body shamed."
0: Yeah, that's cute. I think it's that's a good, yeah. you know, modern reference.
1: So Nala is younger, hmm. so she should annihilate Shenzi because Shenzi we we know is still there. Yeah, she should just annihilate. It should be like. That scene in Indiana Jones, where like the guy with the sword is all like elaborate with it. And then Indy just pulls out his gun and shoots him. This is what that moment should be. Like, yeah. Nala should just like, Shenzi should look all menacing and Nala should just like batter out. Because she's an older hyena at this point, you know? Yeah. And Rafiki saves Zazu. It's like Yoda in Attack of the Clones. He busts out his staff. He hits all the hyenas and saves Zazu.
0: Hyenas only live for about 12 years. So, yeah, Shenzi should just go down really
1: easily. Exactly.
0: Especially because Nala is a huntress. And young. Mm
1: -hmm. And we've seen her
0: fight people before. But we also
1: saw Nala, baby Nala, with that same hyena. Like, I'm sorry. She's she's in better shape. She should just take her down. I think it would have been funnier. But I guess fun is not what you're going (laughs) for here. In this battle In this moment between those two.
0: But they set it up shenzi and nala fighting yeah like this is something we've been waiting for and they even have nala and shenzi say i've been waiting all my life for this and it's like (laughs) have you (laughs) <laughs> why are you telling us this now? Nala's like, I'm family. half
1: your age. What did you do with the first half of your life? <laughs> no,
0: right. Why well, why weren't we shown this? Why weren't we shown Well,
1: we got we got the shot where Nala was like all terrified of, of, of Shenzi. Yeah. And then we got another shot where the hyenas were going up to get their lunch and they summoned Sarabi and you just had this eye contact between Nala. But that's
0: not enough.
1: No, I know it's not. It's just like it's like that moment in in The Last Jedi where Finn fights Captain smart! and you're like this is supposed to be a big moment it's like is it though because we don't know anything
0: about this character yeah you
1: know you know it is what it is like nala is more badass than simba like girl power for sure like the
0: lion queen
1: yeah the lion queen for sure the lions win against the hyena so scar pegs it and for somebody (laughs) who claims to have all the brains running that high up was not a smart plan no. What was he hoping? Simba would struggle the same way he did when he was trying to catch that beetle. From I think the f- he early? Was,
0: Yeah, I think he was hoping to outsmart Simba and have Simba fall off the top of the thing. Because
1: Simba's fighting emotionally at this point. So yeah. like is he just gonna like misjudge a step? Mm-hmm. I I I love that it hits the same notes here that Scar loses the hyena support because he's like it was all their plan. I just went along with it because they threatened me. And you see the hyenas register like, you... And it's not even
0: Shenzi that was listening to him this time. It's the other two. Which Uh, is great, I think.
1: Yeah. And, you know, again, we get the same bit of him throwing the ash into Simba's eye and they fight. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, Scar's silver tongue no longer works because Simba punts him off Pride Rock and he lands. Oh, except he
0: doesn't. This, again, this is so... There is a, a common theme in these new remakes where, for some reason, heroes are not allowed to be directly at fault for the deaths of the villains. So in the original Beauty and the Beast, the Beast accidentally, quote unquote, pushes Gaston off the top of the yeah. tower and Gaston's own hubris kills him. Ursula is literally stabbed by Prince Eric, but not on purpose. They're just trying to get away from her. And, you know, you have...
1: is the ship's like the yeah. shit is into.
0: Tarzan tries to save Clayton. Clayton gets himself in trouble and is oh forced God. to his When they death. remake
1: Tarzan, so you dark. know for a fact like it's going to be Tarzan. That movie yeah. had
0: better be so dark. I'm telling you. Like, but in this version, in the original Lion King, Simba Scar pounces on Simba. Simba does like a kick thing to push him off, and that kick sends him tumbling off the edge.
1: However, he always scrambles to try and catch Scar.
0: Yes and in this version it's not even him pushing him they Simba like moves out of the way and Scar falls and then he goes to catch him but it's too late yeah and then like i know that it's the hyenas that are going to get scar so why cut that yeah why change it yeah if if you've kept so much else in this film the same exactly you know
1: everything's over we get the ascension music which is so awesome i love it it works here it works the same way it always did you know the orchestration in the background is just the same as it always has been mm-hmm. like there's if it ain't wrong don't fix it but then surely you're making a new version of this film why not just use new music but it's great and i, I told you this as we were watching i was like i just remembered something as a child i remember roaring alongside Simba. Nice. <laughs> I remember and like other that that came flooding back.
0: Doing a nice big tiger roar. You
1: see movie. everyone everyone roaring. Well, it would have been a lion or not a tiger roar, but I <laughs>
0: Well, these are all tigers.
1: Are <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? Yeah, it?
0: lions don't sound like this when they roar. And they also don't open their mouths to yeah. roar. You know how wolves howl yeah. and their mouths are very closed? Yeah. Lion roars, they have their mouths really shut. I had no idea. Yeah. That's very and cool. And so it's a... Uh, um,
1: Incorrect it foley. <laughs>
0: yes. What is a foley?
1: The foley is what they use to make the sound. Yeah. So it's like phony noises. is like so you might like blow up a melon or something to create oh, sound. I see right. You you see Simba roaring and then everyone roars. I would have loved, absolutely <laughs> loved, just to see Timon and Pumbaa <laughs> roaring. Do you know what I mean? I forgot. I, I I should have mentioned. We talked about how we hated the bit where Simba went ah when he was being chased by Shenzi. Mm-hmm. We had Timon do an ah moment when. Humba was being chased by but Nala. But that was funny. But it was good because actually his voice opened as well. Like it looked like he was actually screaming. But
0: meerkats have very expressive yes. faces and they use their mouths a lot It was in their literally
1: you just doing your Timon war that triggered that one from me. <laughs> ah. So yes, the circle of life. We are back to the start as we find our place. Yep. And all the animals are there and... We have Rafiki, we have Simba, we have Nala, and we have baby Kiara. Obviously, she's never named, but I know what her name is.
0: In the official Disney book of this movie that they released alongside this movie, um, at the end, it says that Simba's son is held aloft.
1: It's not his son, it's his daughter. I know,
0: right? Who was in charge of that?
1: I know, right? So many questions. So I know that as they end, they do circle of. La as a child, I used to thought that always said go Simba, ah! <laughs> go
0: Simba, but
1: this one's far more obvious. That so this is circle of, yeah. And
0: and um, I have to say, uh, Lebo M. M. I thought I was wrong because I thought I was
1: about to say Lebo e, M, <laughs> no, Lebo M. <laughs>
0: Lebo M and his choir are phenomenal all the way through this movie. They're just so good. They sound incredible.
1: The last thing we see in this film is baby Kiara roaring. Mm -hmm. Do you know what that translates to? What? Sequel.
0: (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. And then we sit through a song in the credits that's just, you know, kind of okay. Yeah, it's nothing special. And then after that song they play he lives in you and it's such a nice version it is
1: because it's libo m and his choir choir, and it's in swahili yeah this is what really upsets me Mm -hmm. you have gone to the effort of doing that song
0: Mm
1: -hmm. why not just put that in as as simba's
0: put it in as it is Yeah. yeah yeah you
1: don't you don't need it in in english Have it be this really beautiful orchestration instead of spirit. Mm -hmm. You've actually recorded this song and you don't use it. Mm -hmm. That's the ultimate kick in the nuts. Yeah. Like, don't even use it. You've got access to it and you didn't use it. Is that your kick in the nuts (laughs) sound? Yes. It it angers me. It upsets me. Like, He Lives In You is one of the best songs. Mm. And the fact that they use it in the stage show, and the sequel, but like they
0: realized it was such a good song,
1: and it exists so well. Mm-hmm. You know, I can forgive them for not using the madness of King Scar because it is.
0: I can't forgive them for Shadowlands, though yeah. because they used it all the way through this film. No, I know,
1: like the madness of King Scar maybe goes a step too far for a kids' film.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, but like that, that song is.
1: Yeah, that Paraps- song has undertones. Central. Yeah, like. But if you really want to make us hate this character, you know, why not have used that song? Why not give us more depth to him as a villain? This is a really tough one, like, to give a star rating for. And we'll talk about other people's views as well. But, like, I feel like this is too similar to the first film. So, like, if I give this a low star rating, am I, in effect, giving... The first one, of those star rating.
0: Well, would you like to hear what some of the original animators had to say about this film?
1: Yeah, sure. Go for it.
0: So Huffington Post, when this movie was about to come out, uh, asked if any of the original animators would like to comment on it. Because they'd all seen it, because Disney do Do their screens for their uh, stuff. So we had... They're all speaking anonymously, which I think is
1: fair enough. says a lot already, doesn't it?
0: So one person said, I will only get myself in trouble if I comment on this other version. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uh, Another animator said, there's a huge resentment against these 3D remakes from all the 2D crews. So talking about all the remakes. yeah. um, Maybe if we got any kind of royalties, it would be different.
1: Yes, that is an issue.
0: One of the crew so not um an animator but somebody else who worked on the original one said why why did you have to do that it really hurts there's also quotes about how jarring it is to have baby simba and that he looks too real Mm -hmm. and that it just makes everything really different which i you know that one i think that was what they were going for they wanted it to be different yeah then we've got I came away from the cinema going, wow, that was a really great story that I worked on back in the 90s. <laughs> Which
1: That is but, my favourite No, but quote. that's it. This is it. This, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's your MVP from this version?
0: Timon? What was his name? Sorry.
1: Billy Eichner. Yeah. I actually said John Oliver as Ozzy.
0: Oh, he's really funny too. He is.
1: I, I, do you know what? I feel like, He's done more to make Zazu his own, mm-hmm. whereas Billy Eichner, yes, Timon is different.
0: Billy Eichner is built on Timon, on the original Timon. Yeah, John Oliver is a new Zazu. Yeah,
1: that's and that's why he's my MVP.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough.
1: You know, uh, I think he does.
0: I just in, a lot. I enjoyed Timon's jokes more than anything else. Well, that's
1: why world. I've said that Timon's the role I'd want to play.
0: There isn't anyone I would want to play in this.
1: No. No, same. Traditionally, In this version, traditionally, I would say Scar.
0: Yeah.
1: Scar would be the character I would want to play. Mm-hmm. I can't say that for this version. Yeah. And I wouldn't say it for this version. Timon is is the character I would want to play most. I feel like I'd have fun doing that. Or Zazu.
0: Here's the thing: if before this movie was had come out, you were approached and they said we're remaking The Lion King with CGI animation, it's going to be photorealistic who would you like to play would you have said yes to doing it no no neither
1: i'd have said appreciate the offer i don't call me
0: when you're doing a different disney movie yeah like i
1: don't think this needs to happen yeah you know what's your best song in this one
0: in the jungle
1: yeah same which
0: No shade to Tim Rice and Elton John, because these songs are great. But in this version, for the recording, the only one on the soundtrack from this that I would put onto a playlist is them singing in the jungle. It's funny. But doesn't
1: it speak volumes that it's not a Lion King song that's the best song in this? Mm -hmm. Like, my close second is Circle of Life, because the opening is basically the same. Yeah. Like, they... It's the same thing I, I spoke about with Mary Poppins Returns, but worse because it is the same songs. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins Returns is basically the same same story, the same film, but obviously with a different narrative. It goes through the same beats yeah. and the songs serve the same purpose, which sometimes they don't have the opportunity to really succeed because they're directly drawing parallels. Like this is your uh, spoonful of sugar moment. Yeah. The difference with this is every song is the same i'm looking back to where i've seen it performed better like circle of life in the musical is okay but it doesn't hit the same peaks as the original film but can you feel the love tonight i love the musical version i love the elton john single release version i love Mm. the film version like the queen
0: Dion version
1: these never have an opportunity to stand because they're they're just lesser versions of beloved songs Mm -hmm. this is the masked singer this is people singing this
0: is covers yeah Yeah, and that's what it feels like this
1: is covers it's really weird by far the worst is be prepared because of what they did to my favorite song from this followed by spirit because it doesn't fit the tone of this Mm -hmm. i went on instagram and twitter we did something different than what we usually do because i knew this was going to be a Divisive one, so I I put on polls. I don't do them regularly. I thought this is this is an interesting one to do it on on Instagram. I said, "Are you fans of the 2019 Lion King?" Interestingly, fifty three point nine percent said yes. Mm. Include your parents. I know. I have to ask when we next see them. Did they know that we meant? This version of The Lion King. I don't
0: know that they've seen this version of The Lion King.
1: And therefore 46.1% said no. I just did a straight 50-50 because you can't do...
0: You can do a poll, but it's different on Instagram. They need to fix that.
1: I went to Twitter and Mm. Twitter, I I gave three options. Yeah. I said, uh, yes, I love it. Mm -hmm. I said, meh, it was okay. Because I think that's a fair assessment that like in the middle...
0: Yeah, so I voted on, on your polls. Yeah. And on the yes, no one, I said no. Yeah. But on your Twitter poll, I said it was Meh. okay. I will, I did not at any point think I I just want to turn this off. Yeah. I can comfortably sit through this film.
1: Yeah. Um, it's
0: not the one I would put on. No. Given the
1: choice. And it's not the one I'll be showing our kids. Yeah. We had yes, I loved it. Meh, it was okay. No, leave it alone. Yes got 16%. And then interestingly, Meh... And now are joint even with forty two percent at mm. this time. There's still twenty one hours left on it, but it is what it is. Some of the comments we got from from people on on Twitter at Danny Doggett said it wasn't bad and it wasn't good. Unfortunately, it's just forgettable. Yep. At Dustin underscore Holden. Never had a desire to see it. Could tell from the previews that it felt wooden, which is surprising since the same team did the Jungle Book, which is arguably one of the better live-action remakes Disney's done. We agreed with that. We've, yeah. we've said that. At Spy Hards, one of my favourite uh, podcasts, it wasn't for me. It didn't do anything to improve on the original. And if anything, it made me want to just watch that again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At Marley's is Dead pod, I got up to be prepared and had to stop. <laughs>
0: Fair enough.
1: At I OSW. Got angry in yeah. the
0: Cinema about that.
1: Yeah, I. If we were at the cinema, I would have been. T- if we weren't doing a podcast, I'd have been tempted well, so to give up. So this
0: is something that I didn't say when we started talking about this, but when the film started and the opening of the film, you went, "It's exactly the same," yeah. and I just was like, "If we were in the cinema right now, this would be the best reaction." Yeah. Because that it is it's exactly
1: the same. This is, Sometimes you, you, you've said in the past about how you'd like to just record us watching them. Yeah. And then like edit it. No, you. It. I'd like to record yeah. you watching. <laughs> we, we, we should look into that maybe as a YouTube thing. is like putting these up, uh, you know, like the actual live response, like maybe on mm. a Wednesday once we've actually released the episodes. Let us know if that's something you'd be into. Who knows? Uh, at OSW Podcast One, if you don't compare it to your nostalgia, it's quite the technical feat. Not really memorable though. And again, I'd say yeah. Mm-hmm. The problem with this, like I've just said, is that kind of nostalgia element. You love the original too much. If, if you've never seen the original Lion King, maybe you'll like this. Final one, and this is from Vintage Broadway nineteen on Instagram, mm-hmm. which we believe is Elena. My friend Elena. Yes.
0: Yeah. If Are it's you... not, we're really sorry. <laughs> if we're
1: not, we're really sorry. But same name, different way. You know, same yeah. same name, exactly the same way. So. Are you a fan? Yes and no. Some of the orchestrations were great, but honestly, I don't always enjoy when Disney recreates the classics that we grew up with. However, I'm happy that this way they are being introduced to a newer generation. I will say I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as the Aladdin remake, which does give me hope when we inevitably cover Aladdin, I might like that more. You might not. So how do I star rate this one? Because I love The Lion King. I love the story of The Lion King. and The story is the same.
0: Well, this is the thing. And... There's a lot of movies that we talk about, not just on the podcast, but in real life, where we try not to compare them to things that we already know. So specifically movie musicals. Yes. And, you know, when we watched Illegally Blonde, the musical, comparing that to the film and things like that, I try not to look at them as comparisons. Because they stand on their own as new projects. But
1: this... This is
0: the same. You have to compare it. Yeah,
1: so I I kind of did something different that I I kind of did... Pluses and negative, pros and cons. Mm -hmm. The positive side, phenomenal voice cast. Yep. Beautiful visually. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: More story from Nala. Marginally, but sure. Marginally, but... Those are the moments I was like, "Yes, this is. Give me more of this." Yeah. On the negative side, the songs are too similar and just not as good. Like they, they you know, they they they're covers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like they've taken it and made it their own. They are not better.
1: Yeah. Scar. Or not
0: even more interestingly different. You know.
1: Yeah. Scar has lost so much. Yeah. Like just everything. They took that...
0: all of his personality
1: away from him. Yeah. Gaston was a marked improvement Mm -hmm. you know they took what worked but they also added more yeah you know and and that you know relationship between Luke Evans and Josh Gad was fantastic as well it wasn't ever wooden
0: yeah
1: Scar has just lost a lot about what made him successful as a villain he's got the brains but he isn't the mastermind of anything here bar like a treaty
0: yeah, he's never truly in control. They should
1: have really amplified the sleaze factor of, like, he's so desperate for a queen and what levels we... Like, amplify that to make yeah, him Yeah, if feeling. that's the
0: plotline they wanted for it to all be because of Sarabi... Yeah. And all be that he was obsessed with her... Yeah. That's super interesting.
1: Imagine if... They did the madness of King Scar, and it was seeing him harass the younger lions yeah. that made her agree to something.
0: Because she would. She would if, if it was it to protect, protect Nala. Yeah.
1: yeah. Could you imagine? That would have been a really interesting kind of thing to explore, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. It's shot for shot. Yeah. It doesn't offer anything new, really. Yes, there were some new things, but... Like when you open it and you get the same shots, the same sequences, like it's just, I, you know, as a media student, you or, you know, you could take a music video that's done in animated style and just redo it live action. Mm -hmm. That's what they've done here. This is a project for, for, you know, media students. Yeah. With so much extra time, how did we lose content? Right. This where was? What I'm talking where about. was that what extra time? What happened to time? those two
0: hours of my life? <laughs>
1: yeah, where did this extra half an hour come from? So I think it's mostly the credits. I am going to judge this as this.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you have more pros or cons?
1: More cons. I also I have to add as an extra con, Mufasa. I mm. think that it's a disservice bringing back James L. Jones. Yeah, and I think the change in Mufasa being it's like. Dumbledore in the first few one in the first few books, like you look at him and you just feel like he's infallible and he just cares. And then by the later books, it's like he's manipulative and you lose all your faith in him in Deathly Hallows.
0: I never trusted Dumbledore.
1: I did, <laughs> but that's what it is. I don't trust Mufasa here. He's self-serving. Yeah. If he'd got a daughter from Sarabi, if Simba was a girl, you know he's going to another lion.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't
1: feel like Mufasa, family man of the animated film, would be that way i feel like he was a good dad i feel like he was a good leader i feel like he was fair and just this one is a
0: different is, person a, entirely yeah yeah and
1: having james L. jones the voice of this mufasa i loved is is jarring mm-hmm. so i gave this two stars overall and i don't think i will watch it again fair enough this is not my Lion king <laughs>
0: can be the tagline of this episode. Not, Not my, my Lion King. King.
1: I didn't vote for him.
0: Get away from my mother. <laughs> That's the best part of
1: this film. It is the best part of this film. What are we watching next week?
0: Well, next week it's your birthday.
1: It is. So I will be turning 31 on the 17th of March. Yes, indeed. And we will be launching an episode on the 15th of March. So, so what are we how watching, are you going Danny? To help me celebrate <laughs> my birthday?
0: I thought we'd do something you really love. I mean, just to make your life even better than it already is. For your 31st birthday, I'm going to give you the gift of travelling back in time to High School
1: Musical. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> so... Do you know, I feel like that would have been so much more palatable after, like, something phenomenal, you know, like, if, if we did, I promise if you, we it's did,
0: better than if Lion we King. did Billy
1: Elliot and then High School Musical, I can at least deal with it in the safe in the knowledge that I'm not gonna be a Grinch for two episodes in a row.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so High School Musical, I'm not gonna reach 31, apparently. <laughs> I yeah, will... so
0: the episode's going to come out on the 15th, which is two days before your birthday. So you never know.
1: Yeah, you never know. So you can join us and help me see out my 30th year because it has been a fantastic year, hasn't we, it?
0: In the UK, where we live, we went into lockdown on Danny's birthday um, last year. Yeah, Unfortunately, that meant that we didn't really get to celebrate your birthday. No, I
1: had tickets to see Be More Chill. Mm-hmm. which that never happened that
0: never happened and i refunded those as well and i was gonna get you tickets to go and see other things as a present and that never happened i i've
1: been making the joke that i'm still 29 because my 30th year was cancelled but if we're gonna it basically if was. we are going to end this past year of my life on any note <laughs> i feel like high school musical is my experience of my 30s
0: yes and as Zephron would say We are all in this together.
1: So that is next week. Help me turn 31 in style. You can join us on Apple podcasts, on Spotify, on Amazon music podcasts, on the Google podcast app, on Stitcher and on Podbean. So make sure you subscribe so that you're notified when that new episode goes live. And Hey, it's my birthday next week. Why not make that birthday come just a little bit earlier and leave us a five-star review you can also get involved in the conversation as always on Twitter and Instagram
0: <laughs> Instagram
1: <laughs> you can get involved in the conversation as always on Twitter and Instagram we love the interactions this week for the Lion King and no doubt I will love the interactions next week for high school musical let us know are you a fan is this one that you were all in this together or you know would you rather break free from this one and forget it ever happened mm-hmm. I wouldn't. That just means that High School Musical 2 and 3 are on the horizon, which... You're just
0: lucky I'm not making you watch some more back-to-back.
1: Yeah, I think we learnt from a very Potter trilogy of, yeah, you know, doing it that way maybe isn't the best introduction. No. Do you know what? Hindsight, how did we manage to do, like, all three of those musicals...
0: Under two
1: hours. ...in, like, a two and a half hour, and then here we are talking for two and a half hours on a really bad version of the lion king (laughs) i don't know if you are still with us thank you i'm sure you've been through more ups and downs in this two and a half hour than simba (laughs) because simba certainly didn't seem to go through any ups and downs anyway thank you so much for joining us this week yeah yes it's been a it's been a roller coaster but i've had a blast like i can now tick off that i have seen the inferior lion king
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i appreciate you all for sticking with us this long yes so all that is left for us to say is i hope the rest of your musical monday is a little bit better
0: and we will see you next week same bat place same bat channel Get away from my mother.